This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers! From downtown Mansfield, Ohio. Hi, everyone. This is Nick Michaels, and welcome to week number two of the high school football season between your Mansfield Senior High T.Y. Tigers and the visiting Canfield Cardinals from Northeast Ohio. And Canfield won the Division Three state championship last year. But Coach Bradley assures me that they have lost 18 seniors, so it's up for grabs this year. They're, as they start their title defense, we'll see what happens. We're about 25 minutes away from tonight's kickoff. Right now it's a little uh, overcast, muggy here at the stadium, but uh, a little wind starting to roll in, so hopefully it cools off for these players tonight. We don't have too many players cramping or zero injuries is the hope. Uh, we'll, what we're going to do for you now is we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have our – interview tiger interview profile tonight and it will be junior defensive lineman Samir phillips i caught up with him this week and we'll check in with him and then we will later on right before kickoff i promise i'll have coach bradley to pre- preview tonight's matchup with canfield we'll take a quick break and we'll be back here on the pregame show brought to you by bp electric you're listening to tiger football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels here. It is the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. And as I promised before we went to break, we have an interview for you. Here is Junior Samir Phillips defensive lineman for Coach Bradley, who is running the defense this year, and this is what Saimir had to say this week. We talked about last week what they had to fix against a tough loss to Akron St. Vincent St. Mary's and what's coming up this week against Canfield. All right, we're, we're here with the defensive end star, uh, Saimir Phillips, uh, the uh, junior phenom, as I like to call him. Saimir, let's talk about the game. Tough one last week, but 
I was telling Coach Chokey that the biggest thing I noticed was there was some fundamental things that happened wrong, which is actually a good thing because that means it's very fixable. So for you as a player, how do you move forward coming this Friday night? Uh, we got to change the game plan up, go out, go out play harder. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to do they want, want to live. We got to go out and fight. So what happened in that second half? Do you think that you guys kind of know what happened in that second half uh, when they started to get the run game going that maybe you can fix heading into this week? Not really. We just offense got to score, defense got to do their job. And then this week you got the defending state champs coming to town. It's going to be a tough one, but it's a home opener. What does it feel like? What does it feel for you to play in front of this crowd every week? Been playing it like that since my freshman year. It doesn't give you chills when you run through the tunnel here. Yeah, I, I get a little bit, then I just be decided to play. Yeah, I don't know, man. This place is majestic. I mean, I just love covering a football game here. I can't imagine as a as a player it doesn't jack you up coaches get his pumped. Yeah, Coach Bradley's good at that, isn't he? His his speeches are le- legendary. I've been in the locker room for one. It's pretty epic. Yeah, he get his pump before we pop out. Who's one guy that you really want to see outside of yourself step up tonight against Camfield? Who's one player? Give me one player. My boy Tink. Tink? All right. So we'll get to watch out for him. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks, Simon. I appreciate it. Good job, man. Good job, man. Thank you. Thank you to Simeir Phillips for joining us. And uh, it was pretty cool to talk to him this week. And uh, he's not, not the most chattiest player, but uh, Nick Michaels and now Craig Jackson joining us in the VSBN studios here at Arlen Field. And Craig, uh, Simeir Phillips kind of summed it up. He said, we just have to play better because last week was a tough loss, 35 to 14 to Akron St. Mary's. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, I think what uh, punctuated the, uh, the struggles Mansfield Senior had was they made some mental mistakes in that first half. Uh, and then uh, in that second quarter, they played the first quarter real tough. The second quarter got away from them a little bit. They had that uh, – St. Vincent St. Mary had that big 17-play drive that ate up like eight minutes off the clock, and that almost seemed like it wore down Mansfield Sr. And from that point on, it was just a power running game by the Irish. And hopefully Mansfield Sr. corrected those. The T.Y. Tigers come out and uh, stuff the run and get the W. Well, you know, you, you look at that game, too, and like you, you were just talking about, a lot of missed opportunities. At the beginning of the game, Tigers get that big 65-yard touchdown mm-hmm. reception to Amar Davis. By the way, congratulations, Amar Davis, who broke the receiving yard record last week at Akron St. Vincent St. Mary's. And John Davis told us, Craig, that he only needs 14 receptions to become the all-time leading uh, leader in reception, so that's a big deal as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, outstanding career by Davis. Um, we'll see if he gets them all in this game. It's possible. 14 is a lot to ask for in one game, but uh, hopefully if he gets those 14 catches, then that's definitely a W for Mansfield Senior. Well, I, yeah, exactly. And it's like we talked about this past week, back and forth, is missed opportunities. And I think what happened was the offensive line, they really, I'm sorry, defensive line really got worn down, mm-hmm. and that's what created those downhill runs for Akron St. Vincent St. Mary's. They're winning the battle in the trenches, and it just really ended up biting them in the butt. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I think that, that uh, long drive in that, it wasn't just a physical wear down. I think it was a mental wear down. 
that, I mean, 17 plays is a lot of plays, and that was just exasper exasperated by the fact that Mansfield Senior put them back on the field with penalties. And that, that is something that they can't do tonight. Canfield, they won the state championship last year. This isn't a team to be taken lightly. And as I said last week, I mean, I said whoever put this schedule together was insane, and you said it was Coach Bradley. And I, then I think the man's a little insane, but as I said, iron sharpens iron, you know, and this, this type of scheduling is going to pay off. It's just hopefully it only took one week for it to pay off. Well, he may be insane, but he's a hell of a football oh. coach. He is also the winningest coach in the history of Mansfield Senior football, and this is his 14th season. And the man, I'll tell you what, when you just talk to him about the game in the locker room, in the coach's office, his brain is always on football. It's always about the game. When I see the man in March, he's still talking, okay, this is what we should have done last season. This is what I want to do this season. I mean, the man never stops. It's all football. you got to love his dedication to the game, Craig. Oh, absolutely, and th that's what the greats do. I mean, it's almost almost a sickness in a way because they obsess over the game so much. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's all they think about 24-7. That's why you hear about coaches in the NFL where they, they don't see their family during the season because they sleep at the office because that's all they do is coach. And uh, that's what, uh, you know, Coach Bradley doesn't sleep at the office, I don't believe. But, but, but I, I do believe he's awful close with his, uh, with his, uh, with his detail-oriented as much time as he thinks about it and puts into, into the game. Well, and you joke about him sleeping here, but you know how many times I've driven by Trumbull Road and, and I've seen his car in the parking lot at 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday night, I mean, during the season. I mean, that, that, that alone speaks for itself. Oh, absolutely. So, okay, so we don't have too much time to really talk about, but let's talk about tonight's matchup. You're playing the defending state champion, Canfield. They're 1-0. They won last week. The Tigers are coming off a loss. Okay, so does this really happen with high school's the the lay the the trip does that kind of wear on you as an athlete uh, heading down here? Or do the great teams just shake it off and go out and play? I think I honestly think the great teams they don't just shake it off, but I think they embrace it. I mean, I might sound a little nerdy here, but it's kind of like a, a a sword and sorcery adventure. They get on that bus and they're taking the long journey to go slay the dragon. You know, it gives them time to come together. Get gives them time to focus gives them time to, 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 to bond and get ready to get on that same page and then uh, go down and take down the opponent. Well, we'll see what happens tonight. It's going to be a fantastic matchup. If I know Coach Bradley, he's going to have a few tricks up his sleeve. He knows that there's that bitter taste in their mouth from defeat last week. So we'll see what happens, and we'll see uh, exactly uh, how this game plays out. We'll go ahead and take another break, and I promise, folks, when we come back, we'll have Coach Bradley talking about uh, tonight's matchup with Canfield. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. 
If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. And as promised, we talked to Coach Bradley uh, earlier this week, and this is what he had to say about last week and tonight's matchup against the Canfield Cardinals. All right, Coach, so week two coming up, home opener, Canfield. It's going to be a special night, uh, Castle Wall inductions, all that. First of all, let's recap last week. I have to tell you, first off, I really think that I saw a lot of flashes of hope last week, and let me explain that real quick. When I say that, I mean I thought that you guys were in great position in the beginning of the game. It's just I think you had some growing pains that you have to overcome. What are your comments? Yeah, man, I mean, we got some some young guys in some different places, uh, and we are expecting them to make, uh, you know, plays when, 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 they, when needed. Um, we got to continue to grow them, um, you know, throughout the week and from week to week on Fridays. Um, you know, so we're going to continue to do that. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, man, um, you know, St. V's is a really good football program, uh, you know, the well coached. And, um, you know, we got to do a better job of taking advantage of opportunities as they present themselves. But there were some flashes. I would, I would say that I saw several guys at times really step up and I thought answered the call. Yeah, we did. You know, some of our, you know, guys who we expected to make plays were able to make plays. Amar Davis did a great job. Um, you know, congratulations to him. Yes. And, um, you know, breaking, uh, you know, the all-time record and, uh, you know, being being who he is, you know, week in and week out, you know, and the leader of this football team and, and um, you know, etching his name in stone. Um, you know, it's, it's an unbelievable honor to be all-time anything at, you know, Mansfield Senior High in football. And I, you just led right into my next question, Amar. Talk about not only what he does for you guys on the field, but off the field. I have seen this young man grow in the last four years that I've been around your program. He is such a humble and great human being as well. Yes, man. He's a, he's a, you know, he comes from a, a wonderful family, um, you know, both his mom and dad um, and his, you know, his, his grandmother, Pam. And, and um, you know, that, that entire family is, is – it, it, it shows, it comes out of him, you know, every day here in the building. Um, it comes out of him around his teammates. Uh, it's just a joy to have him around. Um, you know, he's just an unbelievable young man, uh, phenomenal football player, elite football player, elite talent, elite athlete, um, but an even better person. Um, you know, he does, he does a tremendous job of, of uh, 
you know, trying to instill the, the wonderful traits and habits that were instilled in him by his family into our kids and his teammates. And, uh, you know, we just hope and wish and pray that, you know, he can continue to do that and uh, some of these guys can, can uh, you know, jump on the train and, you know, that he's driving. We need to get some more of these D1 scouts over here to look at this kid too. I mean, every Friday night he always ceases to amaze me. Yeah, man, it's, it's unfortunate. The transfer portal, and uh, I think this is the last year for the super COVID kids. Um, but Amar Davis is definitely a Division One talent, um, and you know, hopefully, before this year out, you know, one of these Division One programs, um, you know, come in and, and swoop this kid up. You know, he has good grades. His grades are solid. He's a solid kid off the field. His character is A one, um, and you know, his, his football talent on the field speaks for itself. What was the message this week in practice for the team just to kind of rebound and get focused into Canfield? Well, you know, we, 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 we took last week's lump as a teachable moment. You know, we watched a lot of tape. Um, you know, this week we got to work on us. Uh, we got to focus on us. We got to focus on, you know, working on the little things um, that we weren't able to do last Friday, uh, which was fundamentally, um, like it was a lot of fundamental stuff that we didn't get done. So we got to work on that throughout this week, starting today, and, uh, you know, keep building on that, you know, so that, you know, at some point, man, we can put it all together and be a, you know, a really, really, really good football team. The, the biggest thing I noticed, too, is everything is fixable. Everything I saw last week or like you just said, fundamental things that you guys got to clean up. So that's a great sign moving forward as well. Yeah, man, I just, you know, hope, hopefully uh, here soon, you know, these guys – you know, have the right mindset, man, and we can start playing Tiger football. Who's your biggest concern tonight when you look at this Camfield team that won a state championship last year? Man, they got they got a, a, a Iowa State commit at running back and linebacker. They got a you know a tight end that's got a tremendous amount of Division One offers. Uh, they got they got a big line, you know that that's very physical. Um, I would say that one of the biggest attributes that I see from them is they're very, very well coached, and uh, they're extremely physical. Um, and, you know, they're some Youngstown boys that believe in each other, and uh, they play for each other, and you see it when you turn the tape on. I'm excited to watch them play, and I'm excited to watch you guys play. Before I let you go, I had to ask you about this. One of our favorite ladies is being honored uh, tonight. Uh, before the game into the castle while Linda Golden, you know, you and I have known her for a while now. Just what does she mean to this, not only this program, but this school? Well, Linda's done a tremendous job, man, over the years for me personally. Um, and she's also done a tremendous job, um, you know, for our athletic department. Um, and, um, you know, now being on the board, she's doing things for our district as a whole now. Uh, so, you know, she's been around for a while. Um, you know, and this is, has always been about the kids for her. Um, and, and, and that's, uh, you know, something that, you know, is priceless, you know, and especially at a, a district like Mansfield City Schools. The kids got to come first. And she she exemplifies that day in and day out uh, with her, you know, tremendous amount of care and concern and, self, and selflessness. Uh, so, you know, congratulations to her. Um, you know, she's, she deserves it. And, um, you know, it's, it's a true honor. Thanks, Coach, and good luck tonight. Thank you.
And once again, thank you to Coach Bradley for, as always, joining us, Nick Michaels, and, of course, Craig Jackson calling the game for you this evening between Canfield and your Mansfield Senior High T.Y. Tigers. Craig, uh, you got to listen to the end of that. Coach Bradley talked about Amar Davis breaking the record last week, but not only did he break the record, he talked. To, we talked about how important he is to this program. This is his fourth year starting. I mean, how many freshmen get to start as a fresh in their first year of high school football? And he was one, probably, arguably, the star along with um, Avion Gross that year. Boy, has he blossomed not only as a great football player, but also a great human being as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to, to, to start and be a star when you're a freshman is something special, even on the high school level. And you told me a story when I first got here tonight about how he sprinted all the way down the field on the sideline just to say hi to you. That just tells you what kind of, you know, what kind of a person he is. Like, to, I mean, he's going to do plenty of running tonight. He didn't need to do that. And I'm sure he's going to see you sometime, whether it's pregame or postgame. He could have waited till then, but he made it a point to come all the way down there. Yes. Well, Amar, too, if you don't know, folks, Amar is a very shy and quiet person. He, he did that this evening last year during uh, Halloween. I was driving, and I was at a four-way stop, and I saw him with his little siblings across the street over by Prospect, and he saw me. And he goes running up to the to the passenger side on the sidewalk. What up, Nick? You know, just so <laughs> excited. I mean, and, and that, this is why we love broadcasting. I love broadcasting because we get to promote the best athletes in our area and this wonderful school that has done a fantastic job of adopting us into their, you know, facilities. And, I mean, Craig, I don't know about you, but even though I've done this for four years, I'm still in awe every time I call a game here at this beautiful stadium. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm just going to speak from experience here. Oh, let's uh, stop for the National Anthem. They went right into it. All right, so the National Anthem cut you off there, Craig, but uh, we were talking about uh, the Arlen Field in this atmosphere. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, I've only been doing this two weeks, uh, and everybody on the coaching staff and everybody you've introduced me to has been nothing but nice to me and treated me incredibly well. And as far as Arlen Field goes, this is one of the most historic and well-respected and thought-of stadiums in the entire state of Ohio for football, not just high school, but even college. Mm -hmm. The, the media and, and people that know the sport say this is a great stadium for football, period, high school or college. This place looks great. It's got an unbelievable atmosphere. you got a night like tonight where, yeah, it's a little overcast, but there's a little wind blowing. This is some football weather here. And 
The TY Tigers are taking the field, and I got goosebumps, man. Sitting up here on top of the stadium looking down. This field looks beautiful. The new scoreboard looks beautiful. And there's nothing better in high school football, man. Yeah, I agree with you. And you just mentioned the new scoreboard. They're playing a promo, too. That's new this year. Mark Moritz has done an amazing job with uh, all the technology and the upgrades here. And you talked about the turf. This is the last year for this turf, Craig, because next year the plan is to get new turf here in Arlen Field. So it's even going to look more spectacular next year. But uh, That's crazy you say that because this, this, this looks great all, still. I, I mean, I believe it's 13 or 14 years old, so that's about the life expectancy, 15 years. But anyways, before we get into kickoff, I'm just standing up. You can just chill if you want. Um, anyways, for this matchup, Coach Bradley also talked about – this is a great football team. We're playing the defending state champs. Mm. They've lost, what, 18 seniors. But I watched them on film. I don't think that their offensive line is, is as talented as is as talented as Akron State visits St. Mary's. I don't think the quarterback, he gets rushed into making crazy decisions and overthrowing under pressure. So I think the Tigers defensively, I want to see MJ uh, – uh, Maurice Bradley really get in his face tonight. I want to see a lot of blitzing from Coach Bradley. Yeah, yeah, that, absolutely. They're, the big thing is is they've got to stop the run because I guarantee you Canfield looked at that tape from last week and was like, oh, this is the plan uh, because that's that second half, man, me and you were both sitting there watching it. They just ran that power formation. And it was just, it just seemed, and it just, the Tigers just kind of started to wear down and wear down. But St. Vincent, St. Mary is one of the best teams in the state. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see how uh, the rest of the night uh, progresses. But uh, got some high hopes here and uh, kickoff's about ready to start. And, uh, yep. All right. So let's get right into it as we are ready to rock and roll, ladies and gentlemen, as Canfield will be kicking to the right side. So Tigers are going to go left to right. And the pooch kick to start it off here. Here at Arlen Field, and immediately the Tigers, I believe, as Dismuke falls on it on the near sideline around the 22-yard line. So it's going to be first and 10, Mansfield Sr. from their own 22-yard line. And the Tigers did win the coin toss, and they elected to receive, so Canfield will have the ball to start the second half. Yeah, Mansfield Sr.'s got to come out, and they got to establish some momentum right off the bat. I'd love to see them run the ball better than they did last week. Only 50 yards on the ground. Not, just not a good showing by them. So a new quarterback tonight. We didn't even get a chance to really talk about this in the pregame show, but uh, Coach Bradley's going to have uh, a, a wrench in the plans as far as people expecting Duke Reese because Duke is injured, so he is out the next couple of weeks, we're being told. So Nate Dismuke will start things out in the shotgun set with a back on his right hip. I believe that's Tank Petty, and he hands it off to him on first and 10. Runs up the middle for a very short gain. His momentum is brought down around the 23-yard line, so maybe a gain of two. And, uh, yeah, Craig, so real quick, uh, you got a new quarterback in there tonight. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Yeah, you would, I would have to think that with a new quarterback that they would have to run the ball more. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Canfield saw tape with Reese in there, so this is definitely a monkey wrench. Second and eight, here's the snap. Dismuke back to pass, throws far side. It's caught around the 25 for another short gain. So it's going to bring up about third and six for the Tiger offense, and they're going to spot it at the 26-yard line. Nate, Nate Dismute to Amar Davis for three yards. Nice, nice good, uh, nice good uh, short pass there. Hopefully get uh, Dismute in a uh, rhythm. 
get Davis involved in the game early. You know, we saw last week's short pass. He took it to the house, so. Third and six from the 26. Dismuke out of the shotgun. Here's the snap. Back to pass under pressure. He's going to run up the middle. 25. He tries to bring in towards the near sideline. Tried to turn that corner, but Canfield was there to stop him in time. Just shy of the 30-yard line. It is fourth down, and the Tigers will punt the football, Craig. Yeah, unfortunately, when he broke out, I thought there was a little bit of a lane, but Canfield did shut that down really quick. Um, interesting to see if Mansfield Sr. can uh, can correct some of their punting woes they had last week because it seemed like it was either feast or famine. It looks like we might even have a new punter this week. I'm trying to see. I think it's Griffin DeBolt. So last week it was Carmelo Smith. So it is him. So he punts it, caught at the 40, 45 to midfield. And the Cardinals will have fantastic field position to start their first drive of the ball game. On the return was number 10, Scotty Eaton. So it will be first and 10 for the Canfield offense. We don't have it up yet. They'll have it in Tiger territory at the 49-yard line. Yeah, nice return there. He made the first guy miss and then squirmed his way up to the 49 to Mansfield Sr. So the Tiger defense already with their ears pinned back, ready to go to work. Lala Owens also playing tonight. He did not play in the opener last week. So he's going to try to rush on the far side of the field. So Paul Bendis. Senior quarterback, here's the snap, hands it off. No, keeps it. Fooled me. Up the middle, very short gain of a yard. Blowing up that play with Simir Phillips. A great job to rush the offensive line and make the play. Great read by Phillips, too, because that was a option, uh, read option there, and the quarterback kept it, and Phillips didn't bite and took him down after a short gain. What do you know? I interviewed Simir Phillips this week, and he makes the first big play on defense tonight. It's going to be second and nine from the 48-yard line. Canfield has the ball in Tiger territory. Their second play from scrimmage tonight offensively. Now they're going to come out in a unique formation with two backs on his left hip, one stacked on, on top of each other. He's going to run with it again, Bendis, and again the Tigers blow it up. This time to greet him is number 56, Lamar Ruth. Yeah, that was a straight QB power, and Tigers were having none of it. Ruth came in from the backside and drug him down for a loss. Back down to 10 yards to go for the first down. And, you know, this might be a gamble where you're at field position-wise, Craig, but uh, I'm thinking a little blitz here. I'd send the farm here and go after that quarterback because he looks a little nervous for Canfield so far in those first two plays. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be interested to see how much faith they have in the quarterback here. So they have three receivers lined up on the far side, back on the left hip of Bendis, one receiver on the near side. Bendis, here's the snap. Back to pass, rolls to the left side, under pressure. Can the Tigers get him? No, he breaks free. He throws it near sideline, and it's caught around the 35-yard line. Breaks free, he has room to run. He could score. 20 to the 10, and he's pushed out of bounds. Are they going to give it to him? Did he hit the pylon in time? Touchdown, Canfield. What an incredible athletic play by that young man. Absolutely. It looked like Mansfield Sr. had him for a loss, a big-time loss. Uh, they came in with the pressure on a rollout. The two guys were unblocked. Quarterback flipped around to the other side. The receiver got lost uh, with the flow of the play. Ended up wide open, broke a tackle, and then bolted down the sideline. That is such a shame because they had him stop back at the Canfield 40-yard line, and he was able to break free and just dump it off, and then the check down, scoring the touchdown. Nick Berardino, the junior, for Coach Michael Pavelanski. As the PAT is up, and it is good. 
8.34 to play first quarter. Canfield on the board first, 7-0 over the Tigers. Keep it here. Tigers have the ball next. You're listening to the Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. So off the third and ten play, Nick Berardino off the dump-off pass, took it to the house, and the Cardinals are on the board 7-0 over Mansfield Senior here with 8.34 to play in the first quarter. Oops, sorry, Craig, forgot to pot you up, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, Cardinals about to kick it off to the Tigers. Yeah, hopefully Mansfield could get a good return here. Last time they did kind of a pooch squib. Same thing. Yep, Tigers get it, same spot, 30, 35, 40, has room to run, 50, and he's going to be brought down into Cardinal territory. Tigers have phenomenal field position to start their second offensive series of the ballgame. Isaiah Darson on the return for the T.Y. Tigers. Yeah, that was the exact same thing. It was kind of a pooch slash squib. They're kicking it almost straight out of bounds off to the off to their left. Uh, it, ball's only going about, I don't know, 20 yards. That's it. I don't know if they're that afraid of Mansfield's se- uh, senior speed or, or if they just don't have faith in the kicker to kick it deep, but that's two times in a row, the exact same kick. Dismuke, his second offensive possession as quarterback, starting the game tonight for the injured Duke Reese. Receiver in motion, that's Amar Davis from right to left. Two receivers now on the left, on the near side, one on the far. Here's the snap, hands it off. And no, kept it, sorry, there's Dismuke, fooled me, as he's going to try to run forward. He hesitated, a little stutter step towards the near side, cost him a couple of yards, and it's going to be about a gain of one there. Second and nine coming up. Yeah, I think uh, if he was to come over to the sideline, Coach Bradley would just tell him to plant and go because, like you said, that stutter step let the defense catch up to him and uh, stop him for a short game. 7-0 Canfield, 8.05 to play first quarter. Tigers have the ball in Canfield territory, second and nine upcoming from the 45-yard line. Nate Dismute out of the shotgun. And that's Zion Brown on his left hip. Lala Owens on the near side. Here's the snap. Back to pass. He's going deep on the far side. Has a man. It's a jump ball. Amari catches it. He's going. To the 10. Touchdown, Tigers. Great concentration by Davis. That ball was tipped, and he managed to keep his eye on it and concentrated, pulled it in, and he was gone. And the Tigers answer the Canfield touchdown with one of their own. It was a 50-50 ball. It was a dangerous one. I was afraid for a second the defender was going to be able to make that play. But Amar, using his athleticism, jumping up, making the catch, turned on the Jets, and he was gone. Yeah, it was a tad bit underthrown, but like I said, great concentration. Not bad for a wide receiver playing quarterback, though. No, absolutely not. So penalty on the PAT attempt, so hold everything. 7-6 is the score at the moment. Canfield over Mansfield. We'll check the referee. False tight on the Tigers, so it moves back to Bolt. Quinton DeBolt, the senior kicker for Coach Bradley. He will try it a little farther away. Two for two on his PATs last week. 
The man, the man they call Thor. Long blonde hair. Here we go. Snap. The hold. The kick is up. And looks good. And it is. The Tigers tie it. 7.41 to play. First quarter. Tigers 7. Cardinals 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Tiger Band having fun. They're playing like crazy right now as their Tigers just scored a big touchdown pass from Nate Dismuke to Amar Davis. We're tied at seven now, Craig. Yeah, you had a lightning strike by Canfield, and Mansfield Sr. turned around, and the T.Y. Tigers strike back with their own lightning. Beautiful, beautiful play there. And on, let's see what they call it here. John Davis is calling it a 45-yard touchdown pass with 7.41 to play here in the first quarter. Gives the fans something to cheer about here in the home opener. I would say a decent crowd tonight, maybe about half full. So DeBolt to kick it off, and it's a beauty. Far side, caught at the goal line. He's going to return it. There's Scotty. Scotty has it. 20, room to run right up the middle. 40, 35 to the 40. Misses a tackle, and he is brought down around the 45-yard line. A fantastic run by the Cardinals. They'll set up shop first and 10 around the 45. Mansfield Sr. got lucky on that one because they, they uh, their, uh, run, uh, their lane discipline broke down, and that opened up like the Red Sea. And for a second there, I thought he was going to be gone. First and 10, Cardinals. Bendis, the quarterback, back on. He will line up out of the shotgun. One receiver on the near side, back on his left hip. Two receivers spread out on the far side. First and 10 from the 46-yard line of Canfield. Cardinals have the football. Receiver in motion. Left to right, hands it off to the receiver. Tries to turn the corner on the far side. He does. He has room to run into Tiger territory. Across midfield, pushed out of bounds on the far sideline around the 45-yard line. So he's about a yard shy Shy. Craig of the first down. I will say this. One thing I've noticed early in this game is Canfield has some outstanding downfield blocking, and Mansfield Sr. is going to have to figure out a way to get off those blocks to stop some of these plays. Well, in a game where I thought it might be slow and methodical, both teams running the ball, a lot of explosive plays so far could be setting up for a shootout later on. We'll see. Second and one from the 45-yard line. Into Tiger territory, and now quarterback under center out of the eye. One receiver on the far side, and I think we have a pre-snap penalty on the Cardinals. It's going to be false start, and that will push him back five yards. One of the receivers flinched, so moves the ball back around midfield. Scotty Eaton on that last play for the Cardinals, senior. Funny, uh, they had 18 last year. They have 11 this year, so they're losing a lot from the last two years. Absolutely. <clears throat> Wonder how their JV program is. Second and six now at the 50-yard line. Bendis out of the shotgun receiver. 
it looks like the same play comes in. They hand it off. It is. And the Tigers say, fool me once, same on us. Fool me twice, same on you. As MJ is there to greet him and bring him down. Big, big loss for the Tiger defense. Yeah, absolutely. They were not fooled on that play. Blasted through the gap, took him down the backfield. As you said, fool me once, shame on me. Okay, can I say this on the air, but are you surprised that they ran that play? I really am. I mean, what? Run the same play. Well, I'm I'm surprised because Coach Bradley talked about they've got a, a Iowa State recruit and yeah. he hasn't touched the ball yet. Third and nine. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Bendis under pressure now. Rolls to the right side. He looks like he's going to try to run to the 50 and did not get it. Fourth down. Back at midfield, and a great job by the Tiger defense. Isaiah Darson was there to stop him along with Simir Phillips. Great, great discipline in knowing your uh, role there, uh, knowing your assignments. That was a screen pass. And uh, I believe that was Corbin who read that all the way and left the quarterback nowhere to go. Paul Bendis there in his second series. This time the Tiger defense does their job to get off the field. Dismuke back to receive the punt, so he's doing everything tonight. He'll punt from the 50-yard line. Low snap here, loose ball, he's under trouble. The Tigers get him all the way back into Cardinal territory inside of the 40-yard line and see who blew that up. Simer Phillips was in on that one along with Dalen McGinty. Great play by Mansfield, taking, uh, taking advantage of a, of a costly mistake by Canfield. Now they've got to uh, capitalize on this and put some points on the board because wow. right now this isn't the slugfest we were thinking. This is turning into like a old-school NBA game where it's just up and down, up and down. Well, in opportunities, you have to capitalize on opportunities. When the team basically turns the ball over, gives you fantastic field position, you have to score here. It's oh, a must. absolutely. It's a must. First and ten for the offense. Dismuke, two backs, left and right hip. Here's the snap. Fake handoff. He'll run with it, and he dodged one tackler. He's running with it. Near side, tries to turn the corner. Stiff arm, lost Ooh. his helmet, and he is brought down just shy of the 40, so he's going to, after all that, he's going to lose a couple. Lost his helmet, so he has to come out for one play. So I believe, see who comes out. It's got to be Amar with the Wildcat on this play. Anyways, if you're just joining us, Tigers tied it up. So it is seven apiece, 4.30 and counting, first quarter, Arlen Field. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. And see who that is. That is Amar at quarterback with Tank Petty on his left tip. Three receivers on the far side. Here's the snap back to pass. Nope, now he's going to run with it. Fooled us. 40. Has a little room to run, but the lane's closed immediately. He's going to be brought down just shy of the 35-yard line, so it's going to set up third and about seven. Not a bad pickup considering that he was pressured. They brought the pressure, and Davis was having none of that, took it up the middle and made uh, made something out of nothing. I told you we're going to see a lot of Amar and Dismu going back and forth playing quarterback tonight. They're going to shake things up. Trips receivers on the far side, third and seven from the 36. Dismuke back in at quarterback. Here's the snap back to pass. He's under pressure, and this time he cannot avoid the tackler. He's going to be sacked in the backfield, and it's going to be fourth down. And a missed opportunity there, Craig. Yeah, unfortunately, it looked like they brought the blitz right up the middle, and the center just wasn't sure who to take, and that left both guys barreling down on the quarterback, and he just had nowhere to go. 3.30 to play in the first quarter, tied at seven. Tigers. Could not capitalize on the fantastic field position, and now Quentin DeBolt will run onto the field to punt. 
See if they can pin the Cardinals back deep, Craig. They should be able to. The last punt he had was actually really good. They just uh, gave up some running room on him on the returner. Scotty Eaton back to receive the punt. Here it is, and it's a beautiful punt. The bolt, can he pin him in? Ten, and Darson spins and saves it as it rolls out of bounds around the six-yard line. Fantastic punt by Quentin DeBolt. Excellent punt, excellent punt. It looks like uh, the TY Tigers have figured out their punting issues from last week. Not only that, but that was well-coached play by Darson to get himself in front of the ball, yes. turn his body so that he could not let the ball get past him. Absolutely. Absolutely. There was only two things that were going to happen. That ball was going to go out of bounds or he was going to touch it and down it. So it's going to pin the Cardinals back deep here. And they will spot it right at the six. First and ten for Paul Bendis and the Cardinal offense. They'll spread out two receivers on the far side, one on the near, back on the left hip of Bendis. That is Danny Inglis. Here's the snap, fake to Inglis. Rolls to the left side under pressure. Quarterback throws it, overthrows his tight end incomplete. Great rush there by the Tiger defense, second and ten. Yeah, great pressure and great coverage. Even if he would have caught the ball, he wasn't going anywhere. He had the defender in his hip pocket, and he would have been pulled down as soon as he touched it. Second and ten from the six-yard line. On a overcast but really beautiful night at Arlen Field. Kind of keeping the heat at bay tonight. A nice little breeze coming into the stadium, 73 degrees at kickoff. As Craig mentioned, we are featuring our talents tonight in the greatest state or in the greatest high school stadium in Ohio. Second and ten penalty flag on the pre-snap. Check, see what the referee says. Delay a game. That is Ooh. a killer if you're Coach Pavelanski, Craig. Because now that's half the distance to the goal. Mark it at the three-yard line. Absolutely. And now, now you gotta be worried if you're Canfield. Hopeful if you're Mansfield senior that you get that pressure. You've been getting pretty much all night long, and you're looking at safety territory right here. And it looks like they took a timeout. Second and third. Nope, yeah, my bad. Resetting the play clock. So Dalen McGinty running on the field. Tigers only had 10 on that play. Second and 13 for Bendis out of the eye. Here's the snap. Hands it off. And he just barely got out. I think he, they're going to give him progress to the one. Boy, oh boy, though, is he lucky. Tigers won a safety, but he got out to the one, Craig. Yeah, he got out to the one, but he ran into a brick wall colored <laughs> orange and brown. Like, he was going absolutely nowhere. Oh, my. Danny Inglis on the carry. I mean, I don't know who you could name on the tackle there because it was basically the entire team. 228 and counting. First quarter, third and 16 from the one-yard line. Now you have to watch the check down on this play because they burned the Tigers earlier in this game. I wonder if Bendis is empty backfield set now. Three receivers on the far side, one on the near. Oh, and a pooch punt, punt on, third on third down. What in the world? What did I just see? Third down third punt. Third down punt. And it's going to roll, and they touched it. One of the Cardinals touched it that at was the 40 yard 11. line. Wait, it was third down, right? Yeah, it was third down. Wow. Well, he... They caught the they got the TY Tigers sleeping on that, that's for sure. I think it caught themselves sleeping. Who punts on third down? Well, I think what it was was when they didn't get any yardage on 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 second and then they got that uh, that penalty. Um, like I said, they uh, Mansfield's been getting so much pressure on, on Canfield. I think the coach just got too nervous. You're he didn't want to run a play and get a safety. 
I'm flabbergasted right now. That's a rare. Uh, <laughs> that's a rare feat for me. Well, I'm, but, I've known hey, you for I'm, a long time, Nick, and that's true. It's very, very rarely that you're speechless. Uh, first and ten for the Tigers' offense. Fantastic field position off the pooch punt on third down. Yes, you heard that right. 201 to play, first quarter, game tied at seven. Dismuke, first and ten from the 40. Here's the snap. Hands it off. No, sorry, he throws it, and he tried the little check down throw to Lala Owens on the near side. Incomplete. He's selling that handoff pretty well. He's fooling me. Tonight. Oh, abs- absolutely, and, and he had him. He just overthrew him by ju- just a couple inches because it was, it was almost like uh, – uh, a rolled-out version of the old Florida pop pass that they used to use with Tebow at the goal line. Faked the handoff, yeah. then he kind of jumped I, up and tossed it. I don't think Lala was ready for that one, though, so maybe they'll try it later on in the game. Two receivers on the near side, back on the left hip of Dismuke, two on the far side. Second and ten from the 40. Here's the snap. Nate back to pass under pressure. He's going to scramble here, goes up the middle, and the Cardinals' defense is there to greet him. And I think he even lost the yard. Yeah, he did, unfortunately. I think he got a little bit of happy feet there because they've been getting some pressure on him. There was no real no real need for him to scramble that fast. But, again, he's not your normal starting quarterback, so that, uh, that clock in his head isn't, uh, isn't uh, the same as a, as a normal starter. One, on just under 90 seconds to play opening quarter. Third and 12 now from the 41-yard line of Canfield. Tigers have the football. Zion Brown is the back on the left tip of Nate Dismute. Three receivers on the far side, one on the near. Lala's on the near side. Here we go. Third and 12. Back to pass. Nate going deep near side, and it was almost intercepted. He threw it right to the defensive back. A miscommunication with Lala Owens, and it right through the hands of the quarterback, Paul Bendis. Yeah, I think uh... – I think he just over-led uh, Owens just a little too much because there was a big cushion there. He, like I said, he just led him a little too much on the inside. Uh, Lala couldn't catch up to the ball, and that, like I said, it went right into the hands of the defender. And Lucky uh, he doesn't play wide receiver. Maybe we should have punted on third down. Yeah. <laughs> 105 to play here in the first quarter, fourth and 12. The bolt on the punt, standing on his own 45-yard line. I believe that's Eaton back to receive. The bull, another great punt. I like this kid. He can kick. He has a leg. This time the bounce goes Canfield's way. Backwards bounce. Rolls up around the 18-yard line. So first and 10 for the Cardinal offense on their own 18-yard line upcoming. Yeah, it hit about the 13. Then, like you said, it bounced back towards the 18. Still a great punt, though. You got him down inside the 20-yard line. And with the... uh, Amount of pressure uh, the T.Y. Tigers have been getting on Canfield tonight. That's still great field position for them. If you're just joining us, we're tied at seven. Tigers and Cardinals. Mansfield Senior playing the defending Division Three state champion Canfield Cardinals here at Arlen Field. 55 seconds remain in the first quarter. Paul Bendis, the quarterback, runs out of the shotgun back on his right hip. One receiver on the far side. He's in motion from left to right. Now three on the near side. And quarterback keep. As he tries to run towards the far hash marks, gets a couple of yards up across the 20-yard line to about the 21. We'll call it about a gain of a long two. Yeah, they used the same motion they used on the one wide right receiver where he goes in motion, then turns around and comes back, and they got a good gain on it that first time. But since then, Mansfield shut that down, and, but they keep going to that motion trying to set up something else. I wouldn't be surprised if they use that as a play action later down uh, the road in the game. So it looks like we're going to have our last play of the quarter coming up with 22 seconds and counting. Bendis out of the shotgun. No receiver showing on the far side. Trip stacked up on the near side. 
Here's the snap. Quarterback rolls to the right side under pressure. They flush the pocket. He throws it. Sideline incomplete. What a play by Darson to bat the ball away from Scotty Easton. Yeah, again, Mansfield Sr. with the pressure. They they rolled away from it, but they Mansfield's just got so much speed. They were closing in, and he had no choice but to throw it up there. Wasn't a very good, uh, well-thrown ball, but like you said, great play by the defender to knock it away. Seven seconds remaining, and so we will have one more play. Third and eight upcoming from the 22-yard line. Big play for the Tiger defense trying to get off the field. I I'm going to guess they're not going to pooch punt it this time. I don't think so. Two receivers stacked up on each side of the field. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Third and eight. Bendis. Pocket flush. Rolls to the right side. Has room to run. De elects not to. Throws it up down the sideline. Wide open man and incomplete. Throws it away at the sideline. He hits his man and the Cardinals take the lead. But luckily for the Tigers, the overthrow causes an incomplete. And fourth down. And at the end of the first quarter, it is Mansfield Senior 7, Canfield 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, president, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson. Start of the second quarter from Arlen Field and Craig. What an entertaining first quarter that was. Absolutely, but I'm going to tell you right now, the Tigers got lucky on that last play. Uh, that was a zone coverage, and when the quarterback uh, rolled out and broke contain, all the defensive backs came up to make the tackle on the quarterback, left the receiver wide open. I mean, he was probably 10, 15 yards past the last defender, and luckily the quarterback didn't get a good throw on and threw it uh, too far and out of bounds. Fourth and eight, and the Cardinals will punt it, and it bounces around midfield and falls out of bounds on the near sideline. We'll see where the official spots it. I think it's going to be around the 44-yard line. Still fantastic field position. Oh. Another opportunity for the Tigers to take the lead here. 47. I can't see. <laughs> so they'll mark the ball at the Mansfield 47-yard line, so the Tigers will have fantastic field position again to start the second quarter. Well, uh, the T.Y. Tigers, uh, they've got to take advantage of some of this great field position they've been getting. You can't fritter away all these opportunities in a tight game like this because it's going to come back and bite you at some point against a good, a good team like Canfield. I would agree with you. We'll see what happens here on this offensive series. Nate Dismute and the offense trot back onto the field. Looks like the Tigers will show two receivers spread out on the far side of the field, one on the near, and I believe that's Amar Davis, if I'm not mistaken, on the near side of the field. And the running back on the left hip of Dismuke is Zion Brown. Here we go, first and 10 from the 47-yard line. Hands it off to Brown. I'm sorry, that's Tank Petty up the middle, and he is just going to be brought down just shy of the 50-yard line. Not bad. That is about a three-yard gain. Get get some momentum, some rhythm to the offense. 
So you mentioned uh, before the game tonight uh, off the air that Tigers, you wanted to see the Tigers run the football more. So we'll see if they can establish that run. Absolutely. That is something they have yet to establish in the trenches. Here we go. Second and seven from the 49-yard line. Here's a snap, hands it off. Tank Petty running with the football. He's across midfield into Canfield territory, down to about the 49-yard line. So a short gain on second down. Yeah, it was a short gain, but I like that run there, Nick, because he lowered his shoulders, he drug a defender. He actually got head contact behind the line of scrimmage and drug the defender for two yards. I love watching that grit and that power pulling him forward. It makes the third down more manageable. Third and five, and they'll spot it back at the 49-yard line of Canfield. Nate Dismuke, three receivers on the far side. One on the near, back on his right hip is Petty. Here's the snap, third down. He's going to run up the middle, and he's going to get across midfield and back into Cardinal territory, but he's only going to gain one yard down to the 48-yard line. It's going to be fourth and three. And looks like the Tigers once again will play field position, and the Bolt will run onto the field. He's had a fantastic night so far, kicking and punting. We'll see if he can pin him deep. Yeah, a little disappointing there. I was hoping that they would be able to get some momentum uh, and establish that run. Didn't quite work out for them, but the defense has played lights out so far other than that one broken play. So I understand Coach Bradley's decision here. Scotty Eaton back deep off the DeBolt punt, and it's a phenomenal kick. And a fair catch around the 14-yard line, and DeBolt just nailed it. That was a great punt. I love Carmelo Smith, but DeBolt should have been kicking last week. He is, so far, he is hammering it tonight. Absolutely. That was about as perfect of a punt as you're going to see. High, straight. Now, I guess if you're Mansfield senior, you just got to do what you've been doing all game. Just, just apply the pressure, stay disciplined, know your assignments. First and 10 for Paul Bendis and the Cardinal offense as they are pinned back deep yet again. Field position has not been on their side so far tonight as we have a timeout here for Canfield. We'll keep it here. Well, Craig, I have to be honest with you. I didn't really know what to expect from this game uh, before. And uh, now that we've started, the Tigers really, I like the way that they're using their big plays. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, well, one of the things that I liked about the pregame interview you did with Coach Bradley is he said that he was going to, you know, last week's game was a teachable moment. And you could completely see that in the way this defense is playing. Yes. Like, they, they're not just being they're playing, fast. They're playing mean, not to interrupt you, but they're playing mean and nasty, and that's yeah. what you want from this Mansfield yeah. defense. Yeah, mean, nasty, and other than one play, they've played extremely disciplined. Yeah. I go back to that screen pass. As soon as they saw that, that was shut down. That one play with the receiver that went in motion and he turned back around, handed the ball off. They got like nine yards. No play has off of that formation has worked since. They've completely well, shut it down. And what do we always say? What do great coaches do? They make adjustments. Mm -hmm. First and ten from the Cardinal 14-yard line. Paul Bendis out of the shotgun, back on his right hip. Two receivers spread out on the far side, one on the near. Quarterback keep up the middle. He's to the 15, across the 15, brought down around the 17-yard line. So it's about a three-yard run on first down. Yeah, Mansfield senior again. Another stone wall. 
they, they are just completely stacking and shedding up there at the line of scrimmage. So, so far tonight, the Tiger defense holding their own on the rush game for the Cardinals. Not allowing those quarterback keeps and those ISO runs. So here we go on second and seven from the 17-yard line. 9.08 to play here in the second quarter. We're tied at seven. Bendis back to pass. Under pressure, throws middle of the field. is caught on the crossing route, and he has a first down out to about the 25-yard line. Yeah, that's that's a really hard pass to defend when it's run correctly, and uh, that's just something that uh, sometimes you just got to take it because you can't stop it. Sophomore number 16, Enzo Coca on the reception on second down, moves the chains for the Cardinal offense as they try to get back into this one offensively. They have been stalemate ever since that uh, check down on third down where they scored that lone touchdown. Other than that, total offense has not been on their side tonight. Yeah, they've only got 12 yards rushing so far in the game. So, And, and this time he draws them offsides. Oh, I think that was that offsides or was that movement? That's false start. Yeah, I thought the yeah, left the tackle moved. Yeah, the tackle didn't move. Great call there. But you were talking about 12 yards rushing. Yeah. Yeah, Canfield's only got 12 yards rushing. So you look at last week and what uh, Irish were able to do, and you look at this week and you could completely and totally see, obviously different teams, but you could see how Coach Bradley has made those adjustments. He's got the players playing what they're supposed to do. Like I said, knowing their assignments, playing discipline, and like you said, playing a little mean, playing a little nasty. You could see the physicalities picked up. 8.15 to play and counting, second quarter. Two back set now on each side. Here we go. First and 15, running with the footballs. The quarterback, Bendis, gets back to the original line of scrimmage and tripped up just past the 25 around the 26-yard line. So a run of about six. It will be second and nine upcoming. Yeah, I was a little concerned there because it looked like he took a helmet right on the kneecap, but uh, Bendis bounced right back up. Good to see that. Mansfield 7, Canfield 7, 7.30 and counting, second quarter. One receiver on the near side, one on the far, back on the left hip of Paul Bendis, second and nine from the 26-yard line. Here's the snap. Quarterback keep up the middle, has room to run. He is on the far side, turns the corner, across the 35, across the 40-yard line, first and 10, Camfield. Big run for the Cardinals on second down. That play, I don't know if you noticed it, Nick, that play I believe was an exact carbon copy of one of the plays that uh, the Fighting Irish ran last week where they took the uh, had the fullback and he led the way with the power QB run. And right off to the right side. Seven minutes to play here in the second quarter. First and ten, Canfield from their own 40-yard line. Two backs on each hip of Paul Bendis, the quarterback. Here's the snap. Fake handoff, passes it over the middle, and again overthrows his tight end. And that tight end has to be very frustrated. That's the third time tonight he has beaten his man on defense and just has overthrown that tight end. Absolutely, absolutely. He... uh. He uh, beat him at the line of scrimmage, and uh, like you said, he overthrew him. I would like to tell you who the player is, but they don't. He's wearing 86, and there's no 86 on Canfield's Landon runs. China. Okay. So it is going to be second and 10 from the 40-yard line. 
One receiver spread out on the near side of the field, one on the far. Back is on the left hip of Paul Bendis, the quarterback. Second and ten. Here's the snap. Hesitation. He'll run up the middle, and he's going to be brought down around the 44-yard line. That was a direct snap to the running back. Danny Inglis comes yeah. in, the senior. First time I think we've seen him actually touch the ball tonight. Four-yard run up to about the 44-yard line. So it will set up third and six for the Cardinal offense and a big third down opportunity for this Tiger defense to get off the field. Yeah, if you're Mansfield, you need to get off the field here. You need to make this play because you don't want to give them any momentum. One receiver, I'm sorry, Craig, one receiver on the far side, one on the near side, excuse me, three on the near side. Third and six, here's the snap, bend this now, up the middle, and the Tiger defense stops them just past the 45, up to the 46-yard line, and I believe that was Samir Phillips on the stop. He's having a great game on defense for yeah, the Yeah, he is. He put a, put a heck of a lick on the... On Bendis, the quarterback, too. He broke the line of scrimmage, and there, there he was and just drilled him and knocked him right down to the ground. See what the Cardinals decide to do here, and I think they're going to punt, but I really don't know, to be honest with you. The formation they're showing, it looks like they're lined up to go for it. Fourth and three from the 47-yard line. Empty backfield set for Pendis, and now he steps backwards, and I think maybe he was thinking pooch punt, but Coach Bradley says, I'm not falling for this again. Timeout, Mansfield Sr. I think that's exactly what was going to happen because that's what that's what happened down there when they did it on third down. He lined up in the backfield by himself, took a step back right before the snap. Coach Bradley was all over that and called that timeout. So with 5.31 to play here in the second quarter, we're tied at seven. Mansfield defense did a great job, and we think that... Camfield's going to punt the football, and indeed, if the Tigers get the ball back, they have plenty of time, Craig, to make a run and get some more points. Yeah, absolutely. I completely understand why Coach Bradley called that uh, timeout there because you can't, you had nobody back to cover, uh, to catch the punt, and you don't want to get pinned back that deep. You're already giving up some field position here, given that they're going to be kicking it from the, uh, the 47. Uh, you don't want to have the ball land deep and then nobody back there and it roll back and you get pinned deep like Mansfield did to the uh, Canfield earlier. And now they're still showing. I still don't know what they're going to do. I mean, <laughs> they're the lined wide up receivers to go for open. It. The wide receivers, yep. They have one on the far side. And <laughs> Coach Bradley, again, I think he's going to use another timeout. A lot of miscommunication. Dalen McGinty. Moved over at the last second, but Coach Bradley said, all right, let's talk about it again. I yeah. mean, not trying to be funny here, but, I mean, you, you lose your timeouts at halftime, so might as well use them. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had to take it there because 14, uh, who was that? Uh, <clears throat> Mazella. I mean, he was. there was nobody outside the hash marks with him. He was out there completely by himself. I mean, even if the Canfield coach had called a, called a punt, I imagine he'd have been okay if they would have audibled into a pass there because he was so wide open. He could have walked into the end zone even from midfield. Interesting. Very interesting. Let's hope that they um, can get it covered now. Now it's evident that they're going to go for it, at least lined up to go for it. So Giantay O'Brien is there on the far side to cover that lone receiver you mentioned was wide open. On fourth and three from the Canfield 47-yard line, Bendis with the hard count, no count. And now a pooch punt off the side of his foot. Almost gets a Canfield roll, 25 to the 20, and still rolling and dies around the 15-yard line. So good call by Canfield and a pretty good 
uh, roll off the punt. Yeah, yeah, he did uh, almost like a soccer-style type kick, but he was very lucky. I don't know if you saw that, Nick, but it almost it barely cleared the lineman's head, almost bounced off uh, off his helmet, which would have been disastrous for Canfield. Well, did you see he wasn't really lined up far enough, far enough back, I think. He needed to be another couple yards further back in order to really get the positioning there. So it was kind of a risky punt, but it paid off for the Cardinals. Yeah, absolutely. He was crowding the line of scrimmage there. That was, whew, would have been interesting. First and 10 for the Tiger offense. Long field to go from their own 15-yard line. Dismuke, the quarterback. The running back is Zion Brown on the left hip. Amar Davis is in motion. Hands it off to Amar. Tries to turn the corner on the far sideline. Using his speed, and he does. 20. Pushed out of bounds just shy of the 25-yard line. So on first and 10, Craig, Amar Davis turns on the Jets. Yeah, absolutely. He got out there. There was a nice block out there on the outside. Gives him a second and short. Hopefully this is the start of a nice drive by the Tigers. Five minutes to play, second quarter. We're still tied at seven. So ever since, when was that last score? 7.41 to play in the first quarter. We haven't had a score since. See if we can break that here. Second and two from the 23-yard line. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the back. Zion has room to run, has the first down across the 25, and he is just shy of the 30 around the 29. First and 10, Mansfield Senior. Great downhill run. Absolutely. Looked like he went over there between the guard and tackle off to the left side and just bolted up there and, and got a got a good chunk of about eight, nine yards there. Good blocking up front by the O-line. As the coaching staff said before the game, our O-line's going to be fine. They're solid, and they are. Here we go. Dismuke back to pass over the middle. Has his man to more. Made a man miss. He's into Canfield territory. And had he avoided that tackler, Craig, he could have been gone. Amar Davis using his athleticism to carry this team in the second quarter. Oh, absolutely. He sat there and did a little shake and bake on this and then did took the slant inside, beat his man, and he almost split the defenders, and he would have been gone because there was nobody back deep if he would have got past them. So Tigers in business off that chunk play. Four minutes to play, second quarter. Tigers going quick. Dismute back to pass. Under pressure, rolls to the left side. He tries to turn the corner, and all that for no gain as he gets back to the original line of scrimmage. I thought he had an opening, but immediately closed by number 11, Inglis, on the stop for the Cardinals. That was a very good play by Inglis. He kept his uh, position, knew his assignment, didn't get caught trying to, to, to make a play that wasn't there. Kept his eyes on the quarterback and took him down after a short gain. But I got to tell you, if I'm Mansfield Senior, if any time I see Canfield in one-on-one coverage, I'm throwing to Davis. Second down, here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion up the middle, but we have a flag on the play. False start on the Tigers. Ooh, that's a killer. On second 11, and I'll make it second and 16. Pushes the ball back into Tiger territory. Mansfield Senior trying to get some points before the half. Five-yard penalty will take the ball back to the Well, they had time to, to take their time, but now the clock is starting to become your enemy because of that penalty. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see. It's going to be interesting how uh, Coach Bradley uh, attacks this from here. 
Second and 16, three minutes and counting. Here we go. Nate Dismuke, low snap, back to pass. Pump fakes now. He'll run with it, turns the corner on the far side, but he just gets back to the line of scrimmage, I think. So big play by the Cardinal defense to sniff out that play. Nothing open downfield, Craig. I think what I'm seeing here, Nick, is uh, after the first couple of scrambles that Dismuke had, it looks to me like Canfield's planted a spy out there that e everywhere he goes, there's somebody there chasing him, you know, following where he is. So he's not been able to uh, break any of them runs, on, even on broken pass plays, because there's always somebody watching him, and that's all their that's their only job. Well, now it's going to pin them back deep on third and 16 with 2:13 and counting in the second quarter. We're tied at seven. Dismuke with the back on the left hip. Trips on the near side. Here's the snap back to pass going deep near side. And collision. Oh. And, no, and there's the flag. As I'll tell you what, <laughs> Guy Trader was absolutely mugged by the defensive back around the 23-yard line. It looks like the defensive back didn't have his head turned, and he just kind of bumped and knocked Guy down, which oh, caused yeah. the contact in the flag. Absolutely. The defensive back never turned his head. He had no idea where the ball was, and he just steamrolled him. That was the, probably one of the easiest flags you're ever going to see. So the Tigers will move the ball now with that penalty on third down. And remember, no automatic first downs in high school, but now it gives them a short yardage here. And now I think it's about two yards to go. They'll move it back into Canfield territory at the 37-yard line. Third and one. This is a better situation for the Tigers now. Two receivers on the near side, one on the far side. Amar's in motion as he runs from right to left. Now he moves towards the far side. Some discommunication here with Dismuke and Zion Brown. Got to get the playoff here. Four seconds. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion. Runs up the middle, and I don't think he got it. It's going to be fourth down, and if you're Coach Bradley, I go here. I was thinking the I was going to say that before they even snapped the ball. I, I think this is four down territory. The way your defense is playing, and as bad as their offense has looked, like I said, you only have so many opportunities with great field position. You and the end of the half is coming. You got to. I think you got to go for it. You're not in the bolt range yet. The ball's at the 37 yard line, so probably another 10 to 12 yards before you even think about the field goal. Fourth and one. Under 90 seconds to play second quarter. Here's the snap. Quarterback keep. And this Dismuke turns the corner. Stiff arm dives and has the first down inside of the 35-yard line. What a run by the junior quarterback. Nate Dismuke lowers his helmet. Nice stiff arm there. Is able to dive and move the chains. Well, I tell you what, that was some great speed by the Canfield defender, Coca, because if he hadn't closed that gap, that would have been uh, six points for Dismuke. So approaching the one-minute mark here in the second quarter. Dismuke out of the shotgun, first and ten, off the fourth down gamble. Trips on the far side. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Looks. Under pressure. He's going to be sacked around the 40-yard line. And a big play by number 14 of the Cardinals, Anthony Mazella on the stop for Canfield. We have a timeout. And see who took that. That was Mansfield. Mansfield Sr. calls the timeout. We'll take a break as well. 56 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Canfield 7, Mansfield 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. 
Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Ireland Field. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on a beautiful night for football in downtown Mansfield, Craig. Absolutely it is. I uh, was a little worried today because, you know, I don't like the heat, and it was getting pretty hot out there, <laughs> but the clouds rolled in. There's a nice breeze. Beautiful night for football. Second and 16 upcoming. Off the Canfield sack on Nate Dismuke. Two plays ago, Tigers rolling the dice, going for it. What a great call by Coach Albert and the offensive staff. Yeah, that was just a read option play, and like I said, he faked it through the running back, and everybody bit, and he went outside, and it was wide open. Second and 16 from the 39-yard line of Canfield. Tigers have it. We have a flinch up front, and I think it's going to be on the Tigers, and they shoot themselves in the foot with a penalty. Yeah, unfortunately, they did the clap to try and get the Canfield to jump off to get a cheap offsides, and unfortunately, somebody on the outside jumped. That moves the ball back to the Canfield 44-yard line. So now, at this point, you have to get about 10 here to make it at least reasonable for third down. Yeah, it looks like it's second and 21. On a, on a night where you have your backup quarterback in, Duke Reese is out due to injury. Here's Dismuke, second and 21. Back to pass, going deep, middle of the field, and overthrows everyone incomplete. If he hits Guy Trader, that's a touchdown for the Tigers. Yeah, he had him. The, he was wide open. He just overthrew him. Uh, Canfield ran a ran a twist out there on the uh, on the uh, right side of the line. The tackle went out, and the defensive end came around him and crashed inside and came in unblocked. So now on third and 21, Craig, what do the Tigers do here? Do you try to get a little dump off and get some yards back and then you pin them deep with a punt or, I mean, do you continue to go for it? Roll the dice with 50 seconds left. I, I would do the screen pass they did to score the first touchdown versus uh, the Fighting Irish. Here we go. And penalty marker on mm. the snap. Boy, and if this is on the Tigers, this is a killer. Yeah, they, they're making those mental mistakes that cost them so much last week. This is definitely a game that Mansfield is really controlling their own destiny, and these penalties are not helping on this drive where you're trying to get some points here before the halftime. 49 seconds to play. Ball now at midfield. Actually at the 49 of Canfield. Third and 26 now. Dismuke, Petty on his left hip. Here's the snap. Back to pass. There's a rush coming. Avoids the tacklers. Throws over the middle. And it is caught inside of the 40-yard line, I believe. It looks like the official's going to spot it at the, around the 38-yard line. So now the question is, do you punt or do you go for it here? I would go for it. Yeah, there's a uh, clock's running. 25 seconds left. They might, I don't know. You have even one timeout, too, as well. No, they don't have any, do they? Oh, that's right. Yeah, they burned two in a row. Yeah. So, yeah, the play clock is running to 15. They don't even have to run a play, I don't believe. Yeah, they I do. I would take a shot at the end zone here. Yeah, they, uh, run they've it got down, one take play. A shot. Yep. Trips on the near side, one on the far side. Hail Mary Here time. we go. Dismuke, back to pass. 
He's under attack, throws it up, and it's a 50-50 ball, and it's going to be intercepted by Canfield at the five-yard line, and he doesn't get much of a return. Barely gets up to the 10-yard line, and that will end the first half. With the score, Canfield 7, Mansfield 7. Don't go anywhere, folks. We have a halftime show coming up for you, brought to you by the Life Support Team on GoTigers.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419 419- 571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. 
That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on vsbnradio.com. Go Tigers! Welcome back to the Halftime Show, brought to you by the Life Support Team. I'm Nick Michaels. While we take a break in the action for our high school game in the Tigers, let's talk about the college football schedule coming out tomorrow. Yes, Saturday. Cannot wait. They call it Week Zero. I was a little depressed last Saturday because there weren't any big college football games on. And Division One is back and back with a vengeance. I am so excited. Not too many blockbuster matchups, but I think there's just a couple, just enough to whet our appetites. As once again, they call this Week Zero. Week One doesn't officially launch until next weekend, Labor Day weekend. And really, technically, according to ESPN, tomorrow is Week One tied into next weekend. So it's two weekends of Week One. That's why a lot of people, just to make it simple, Call it week zero. Let's get into the matchups. Navy will travel to Notre Dame, number 13 Notre Dame, I should say, in the AP poll. That'll be an interesting matchup. See if that uh, wing T can match up against the Irish. A lot of people giving the Irish some buzz. This is going to be the second year for Marcus Freeman to take over um, and kind of convert that team and back into a powerhouse have been down the last couple of years so we'll see what happens with Notre Dame see if he can shake off that tough rookie campaign that he had last year they'll play the Buckeyes in about a month so he better get ready as uh, they do have Navy but don't consider that a tune-up matchup throughout the years Navy's always been a pain in the in the side of Notre Dame so watch out that's at 2 30 p.m on NBC uh, Notre Dame is favored by 20 and a half which I tell you what I would bet on that spread. I would take Navy in the 20 and a half because I think it's going to be closer than the experts think. Over-under is 49. 5.30 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. UTEP travels to Jacksonville State. UTEP is a one-point favorite. Over-under is 54, so they're expecting a lot of offense in that game. And that that is, once again, at 5.30. 7 p.m. on ESPN. UMass travels to New Mexico State. New Mexico State is the six-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under in that game, 45. 7 p.m., uh, here's finally a game for us to really get excited about, hopefully, right? we got to root for these Ohio teams and a MAC team as well. The Ohio Bobcats will make the long trip west to San Diego State to take on the pesky Aztecs from the Mountain West. Uh, a lot of question marks surrounding the future of the Mountain West, the Pac-12. Will they merge? What's going to happen? There was a rumor flying around that San Diego State actually was going to join the Pac-12 before was one of the teams. I think there was two or three interested from the Mountain West joining the Pac-12, making that move like Utah did a number of years ago. And uh, then, of course, the league just fell apart. The conference fell apart uh, throughout this summer. San Diego State is a two-point favorite The over at home. The over-under is 49. That is, once again, 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 1 
Also, at 7.30, another nightcap game, the Vanderbilt Commodores, SEC team hosting um, uh, Mountain West team Hawaii. The Rainbow Warriors make the trip to Nashville. 17.5 point favorite for Vandy. I think that's a safe bet on that one. 55 and a half is the over-under, so a lot of points scored in that game, possibly. I don't know. Vandy's not known for scoring a lot of points. I might I might bet the under on that game. Pac-12 uh, action, number six, USC taking on San Jose State. Trojans by 31 is the line. 66.5 is the over-under. They're expecting a lot of points in that game as well. That is on the Pac-12 network at 8 p.m. At 9 p.m. is our last matchup for Week 0. Florida International travels to Louisiana Tech, where Louisiana Tech is 11-point favored, and the over-under is 58.5. That is 9 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. We're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of the Halftime Show brought to you by the Life Support Team. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. It is halftime. Score tied at 7 between Canfield and Mansfield Sr. And now we'll throw it to our Mr. Craig Jackson for the first half stats. Well, well the good news is, is uh, Mansfield Sr., they uh, – actually have uh, as many yards as they had last week rushing the ball. Unfortunately, that's only 12 yards. They do have 80 yards passing, though, so that's a total of 96 yards. Uh, Canfield, on the other hand, they've got a, had a little more success on the ground than uh, the Tigers, 39 yards, but uh, they've only got uh, 54 yards passing, so you got a total of uh, 85 yards. It's been a – we started out, Nick, with uh, – what we thought was going to be like a basketball game, just running up and down the court, uh, scoring, scoring, scoring. And it's turned into what we thought it was going to be before the game started, which is a, a good old-fashioned heavyweight slugfest. Well, if you look at the first half, Craig, and I'll be honest, Mansfield should be leading by two or three touchdowns, and let me tell you why. I, you know, you could say I sound arrogant. That's fine. But I really believe that if Mansfield can finish on these drives – they have at least a two-touchdown lead. Missed opportunities. Mansfield has to keep being aggressive. When they make an aggressive play, it's almost like they kind of let off the gas a little bit. Keep the foot on the accelerator. I like the aggressiveness of the play calling when it comes to making the chunk plays. Let's keep going with it, though. It seems like whenever we get inside of the 30-yard line, they just kind of let up. Yeah, I mean, Mansfield Senior, they've absolutely lived in the Canfield side of the field tonight, and they have squandered so many great opportunities uh, offensively. I mean, you can't – I've been saying it all night long. You can't have these many opportunities where you're getting the ball at midfield or, in, or on the, your opponent's plus side of the field and, and not come away with points. There's been too many times where they just haven't capitalized, and again – this goes back to last week. Yeah, they've got as many yards rushing as they had last week, but that's only 12 yards. I mean, we still have another half. Hopefully the coaching uh, staff can make some uh, 
adjustments and hopefully they can uh, that offensive line can start opening up holes to get this running game going which will take some uh, pressure off the passing game and uh, and give uh, Dismook some time back there so he can uh, you know calm down you know and breathe a little yes. bit before immediately having pressure up in his face because Right now, almost every play, Canfield's sending at least one person. And like I said, they've got a, looks like they've got a spy on him, so he can't even roll out and run, out, run away from the defense like he was at the beginning of the game. Well, the question is, what do the Tigers do here at halftime to adjust? And that's going to be interesting moving forward to see what Coach Bradley and Coach Albert come up with. We're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have some scores for you on the halftime show brought to you by the Live Support team you're listening to tiger football on gotigers.com buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget but the process can also bring stress finding the right house making the right offer selling your old house don't let the process become overwhelming instead let joshua kennedy with coldwell banker maddox mccleary realtors take on the burden for you he was born raised and lives right here in north central ohio Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's Ah Tees, A-A-H-T's at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. 
Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Coach Bradley and you're listening to Tiger Football on vsbnradio.com. Go Tigers. Yes, indeed. Go Tigers. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. It's halftime here at Arlen Field. The Tiger Band doing their thing on the field. Uh, Little John Williams uh, is their halftime show this year, Craig. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, some of these themes, uh, they just did Superman uh, while we were away there, and I had forgotten how good that theme is. And just hearing it, I mean, I could completely visualize Christopher Reeve, uh, you know. And, it, you know, even going back a little bit sooner, they just had Black Adam, which, eh. But the end credit scene there where they had Henry Cavill show up and they played a little bit of it in the background. It's pretty cool. You're nerding out on me and I love it. I am a huge comic book fan. That's awesome. I love the show. Now let's get back to football though. It is halftime. If you're joining us, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson at the intermission, Mansfield Senior 7 and Canfield 7. It's a close, low scoring game. We'll see how the second half uh, turns out, but here are some scores from around the area. Courtesy of VSBN Radio and BP Electric on our scoreboard. Go to VSBNRadio.com for all your final scores and standings throughout the evening. Wadsworth leads Worcester 36-6 at the half, so the Generals taking it on the chin at the intermission. Wow. Gibsonburg is currently up on Seneca East 6-0 in the third quarter. Lucas 10, Hillsdale 7 at the half. Crestview 20-7 over East Knox. That is, these are all halftime scores. Upper Sandusky 12, Mount Gilead 0. Mount Vernon trailing to Newark 21-14. Yellow Jackets on the road tonight trying to get a win against the Wildcats, trying to improve to 2-0 for the OCC in their last season in the league. North Rangers 14, that sounds like a hockey team. <laughs> and Norwalk 0 at the break. A, a Canadian hockey team at that, eh? I know, right? Yeah, eh? <laughs> Uh, Granville 15, Clear Fork 0. Clear Fork has not scored yet in that one. 20-0, Elgin over Ridgedale. Uh, Madison score. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. River Valley 21, Madison 0, second quarter score. Ouch. Crestline is down 35-0 to Waynesfield Goshen in the second quarter. Wow. That's a tough one as well. Try to get some more for you. Poor Try Crest to find line. Lexington. Poor Crestline. I know. It's been rough for them. I mean, as a Madison grad, I could say this. Probably the only 
school that's had worse luck in football over the last several years than Madison is Crestline. Wow. I can't believe you just admitted you went to Madison on the Tiger Radio Network. That's it, hilarious. It is what it is, man. Hey, you're doing a great job. And, you know, the greatest thing I've learned about this community is they don't care where you're from. If you're loyal to them, they're loyal back to you, and they'll they'll adopt anyone. I'm a clear fork hillbilly, so they have adopted me with open arms. So that's the greatest thing about this fan base is they're just terrific, wonderful people. Although I did go to Mansfield City Schools for two years, so technically I do still count. Eh. All right, so Shelby 22, Lexington 6. The Minutemen struggling in the second quarter tonight against uh, their, the crosstown Shelby Whippets. And Orville, let's see, I only have a couple more scores. Orville currently upsetting West Holmes 17-14. to wow. 14. That's a score to watch out for as well. Upset alert possibly. Let's take one more break before we start the third quarter. You're listening to GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson for the start of the second half. Thanks for joining us this evening. As Mansfield Sr., at the beginning of the game, they won the coin toss, and they elected to receive, so that means Canfield's going to get the football to start the second half, Craig. So the Cardinals are going to try to make some adjustments of their own. Yeah, it's going to be kind of curious. I'd like to see uh, – going to be curious to see what uh, how Mansfield Sr.'s defense adjusts to Canfield's adjustments because their defense in the first half, other than that one play, was really dominant. And as I said during halftime, they've had so many opportunities on the opponent's – side of the field because of their defense it feels like they've wasted some some points there as you said they should be up by at least two touchdowns and I completely agree well it's a game of chess moves Mm. so 
We'll see, just like last week, we'll see if Coach Bradley can get the upper hand in this game and our Tigers can get out of here with a win. All right, so Quinton DeBolt. And we have some clock timing issues. So once we get that straightened out, we'll kick things off. So the Tigers are going to kick. And so Canfield will return it. They'll be going left left to right. Yeah, don't you just love it when you have uh, everybody stand there waiting around for the clock to wind down? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sure it's fine if you kick the ball off five seconds before the clock ends. Because <laughs> now we're just standing here looking silly. It's all right. We're getting the breather because it's been... It's been a exciting. Busy night. Well, and they had the, we'll talk about this when we have some more time, but the Doug Castle uh, Ring of Honor ceremony at halftime was phenomenal, and one of our biggest supporters got inducted tonight. So we'll talk about her in just a minute. All right, so it looks like DeBolt's ready to kick off. The clock is ready as well. Here we go. And DeBolt will pooch kick it on the near side, and it, ooh, and had the opportunity to roll out of bounds, and it looked like Scotty Easton jumped on it. Maybe he thought one of the Tigers was going to scoop it up, but I think if he waited another split second, it would have fell, fallen out of bounds, Craig. Yeah, but it was kind of checking up, so you just – I don't really blame him there because you just don't know because it looked like it was, but like I said, it was checking up, and if he doesn't dive on it and doesn't go out of bounds, you're giving the Tigers great field position there. But that was almost exactly the same kick that – Canfield did kick in that direction. I, I, it doesn't seem like there's that much wind tonight. The flags on the poles aren't moving that much. but So first and 10 from their own 17-yard line. Bendis out of the shotgun, two-back set. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. I believe that's Inglis. He runs up the middle, pushes the pile forward. A good gain on first down across the 20 up to about the 25-yard line. We have some extracurricular play here, and it looks like a personal foul on the Tigers after the whistle was blown. One of the linemen fell to the ground for Canfield. It looks like he was pushed. Yeah, and his helmet got ripped off too, so not a good start to the second half. Mansfield Senior this commits This is a, like last week all over again, Yeah, Craig, at Akron. They struggle with those personal foul penalties after the play. So it will be a personal foul on the Tigers. I mean, they gave up a 10-yard run to give them a first down to begin with, and then they turn around, and now they give them 15 extra free yards. That pushes or moves the ball. First down will be marked at the 40-yard line. So at the Canfield 40-yard line, Cardinals have it first and 10. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, start of the third quarter. We're tied at seven here between the Tigers and Cardinals. Two back set again, left hip and back behind them. Here's the snap, hands it off to the running back, runs up the middle, misses one tackle across the 45, and dives around the 46-yard line, so a six-yard run on first and 10 by Inglis. These first two plays of the second half, these are exactly... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Exactly what uh, the Fighting Irish did last week. They're lining up basically in a full house backfield. They're bringing uh, the H back over yep. and then just running power right at Mansfield City or eight, Mansfield Senior. Eight-yard run followed up by a six-yard run. I think they watched a little film. Let's see how Mansfield can adjust here to prevent that from happening. That was against a defense without Lala Owens, who is playing tonight, did not play last week. Second and four. Here's the snap. Quarterback keeps it, and the Tigers are there to sniff that one out. As he tried to run up the middle and push the pile, but uh, he got about one yard up to the 47, and that's it. 
Ruth with the stop there. He shed the block and uh, grabbed a hold of the quarterback around the ankles and pulled him down on the QB power. But again, they uh, ran a power play, full house backfield. Third and three, big third down from the 47-yard line of Canfield. Cardinals have the ball, hands it off, and the Tiger defense blows it up for a loss. Back inside of the 45-yard line, and it's fourth down. Mansfield Sr. answers the call on third down, Craig. Smith there with the stop, and he just stood to tackle up and would not move. Left the running back nowhere to go, and the rest of the defense came in and collapsed in on him and took him down for a loss. Great play by the defense there. Carmelo Smith, the first Tiger there, as Craig mentioned, to greet the running back for Canfield. And it will be fourth and six from the 44-yard line. And a low snap. They get the punt off. Not too far. It's a solid high punt. Oh. It's going to fall out of bounds on the near sideline. We'll see where the official spots it. Regardless, should be solid field position. 34? 35. 35-yard line. Good field position for the Tigers. So Adam Christie on the punt for the Cardinals. That was at about a 20-yard punt. I'll wait for the Wizard of Stats here yeah. in a second. 21-yard <laughs> punt. 20, okay. First and 10 for the Tiger offense at the 35-yard line. Let's see what adjustments the, the Tigers made in, uh, in the locker room there. See if they can get this run game going. Like I said, only 12 yards in the first half. <clears throat> first and 10. Dismuke out of the gun, back on his right hip. He'll keep it. Runs with the football. Tries to turn the corner on the near side. Does across the 40-yard line and dives around the 41. So a solid gain on first down. Six-yard run by Nate Dismuke, the quarterback. Yeah, that was a nice play there. Uh, hopefully they can keep this momentum going. He just took the ball. It was almost like uh, they faked the power to the one side, and then he came out on the right side. All the running backs and blocking went to the left, and he came out on the right. Second and four is the call. Nate Dismuke out of the shotgun. Z uh, Tank Petty, excuse me, on his right hip. Two receivers on the far side. Here's the snap. Dismuke throws over the middle. It's caught. Made a man miss. 45. That's Amar. Another man miss. 40. It's oh. the run. 30, 20, to the 15, to the 10. Touchdown, Tigers. Amar the star to the house. Davis showing his strength again. Had a tackle, had a tackler all over him and just powered out of it. Then his speed just took him the rest of the way. And that was a beautiful pass by Dismuke on the slant. Just hit him right in stride. You can't do it any better than that. And six points for the Tigers. So the flash arrives here at Arlen Field and delivers and propels the Tigers to the lead. Now we'll await the PAT attempt by Quinton DeBolt. Much more successful flash than the movie. <laughs> but the TV show is great. you got to watch it, yeah. I'm telling you. I, I'm binging it right now. For anyone that needs a new show, watch it. Here we go. Snap the hold. The kick is up. And it is good. With 8.45 to play in the third quarter, your Tigers lead the defending state champion Canfield Cardinals 14-7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Yes, indeed. Go Tigers. Mansfield Sr. now in the lead. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson here, 845 in the third quarter, 14-7. Tigers lead, and Craig, you know what's funny is at halftime we talked about Tigers need to, to be more aggressive. That was a heck of a play call by Matt Albert, and just like that, Mansfield Sr. now is in position here. Oh, absolutely, and it's a it's a amazing how I mean because it was it was a simple play, but when you execute it properly, like I said, it was a beautiful pass. You can't run it any better than that. And there was good blocking up front. Dismook wasn't under any pressure at all. Was able to set his feet, and he threw a strike, and then Davis was gone. Tigers will pooch kick it here, and the Cardinals bobbles the return here, picks it up twenty, and that's Easton, and he's going to be met just over the 20-yard line, around the 23-yard line. First and 10 for the Cardinals in their series upcoming. Yeah, we'll see if uh, Mansfield Sr., they gave up a couple big runs and they had a a really uncalled-for penalty to let that uh, first drive by Canfield go as long as it did. But they were able to slam the door on that pretty quick, so we'll see if uh, the Senior High Tigers' defense can keep it up. They're playing really good tonight. So far, so good. Knock on wood, Craig, as here comes the Tiger defense trying to, like you said, contain this, continue to contain this Camfield offense. So, well, we have a timeout. We'll take a quick break as well. We'll show you what's coming up next on our next week on our ES on our BSPN Airwaves. This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 1st, Labor Day weekend, as the TY Tigers travel to Maslin to battle the TI Tigers. Coverage starting at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. GoTigers.com. We're back here at Arlen Field. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, and Craig. No, uh, and Craig, you talked about this stadium being phenomenal. Just wait till next week. Paul Brown Stadium, another epic high school stadium. Whoops, sorry, buddy. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I w- going back to my days when I was involved over there at Madison, we went up there, and uh, back then, back in the old days of the 90s, that stadium was a palace. So I'm really kind of excited to see what that place looks like now, man. We'll be there next Friday night, but we have business to attend to first here as our Tigers are trying to close out the defending state champions at home, if you're just joining us, Mansfield in the lead, 14-7, courtesy of Amar the Flash Davis. Here we go. And it looks like a wildcat play by the running back, Inglis. He tries to turn the corner on the far side up to about the 25, and that is it, Craig, a short gain of about three. Yeah, it was a complete wildcat, and they tried, tried to uh, trick the Tigers, but they were having none of it. Samir Phillips having a great game, Craig. Yeah, I was going to say, defender came in there and took him down, hit him low, boom. Here we go, second and seven, and tipped ball incomplete, batted at the line, 
And I'm trying to see who that was on the tip. Whoever that was, that was a great play. That might have been MJ. There's a flag. I wonder if that's holding on Canfield. So what is that flag? Sorry. It was holding on Canfield. I, I believe uh, I didn't catch who that was. So that will move him back because of the tip, and it should still move him back 10 yards, and it looks like it will. So what are they looking at, second and 14, 15? Second and six, I'm sorry, second 11, sorry. So here we go, Bidus out of the shotgun. Two receivers on the near side, two on the far. Here's the snap, back to pass. He's under pressure. Flushes, throws over the middle, and it was incomplete. The receiver is beside himself. It was right in the bread basket, and he had butterfingers, and it popped right out. Good defensive pressure by the Tigers and Mar Davis as well there. Yeah, Scott Eaton of Canfield had that hit. It hit him. He let it get to his body, bounced right off his shoulder pads. He had it. He had it. He was wide open, and uh, he settled down in the zone, and the uh, ball got to him, and like I said, he just let it hit him in the shoulder pads, bounced off. Well, that's the one uh, downfall of having receiver gloves. Sometimes that can happen. You just can't quite get that grip on the football. 7.53 to play, third quarter. Mansfield Senior up 14-7. Big third down and 16. Bytus uh, under pressure, dodges the tackler. He flushes out to the far side. He's under pressure, just throws it away into the sideline. Incomplete. It's fourth down, and the Tiger defense gets off the field, forces the punt. Absolutely, bringing pressure. Uh, I didn't see who that was that got the initial pressure, but he rolled out there to the side, and he had two guys right in his face, and he had no choice but to throw it away. That'll bring up fourth down for Canfield. This is the Tigers' defense I was expecting to see coming into this year with Coach Bradley calling the plays over there. <laughs> you know, it's you know when you lose a legendary play caller like Sean Adams, Coach Bradley's calling a wonderful game tonight. Here's the punt, and it's a high one. It's pretty good, actually, and uh, it sails out of bounds on the far sideline. Tigers are going to get great field position, though. He was pinned back deep and got it out to about the 45-yard line. So first and 10, Mansfield Sr. at the Canfield 45-yard line. Yeah, I think he actually kicked that from around the – Nine-yard line at Canfield, got that all the way out to midfield. That was a really good punt. Kind and of a rugby-style punt, Yeah, too. it was nice and high, too, prevented any type of return. All right, so first and 10 from the 45-yard line at Canfield. Tigers in business now. Again, Craig, an opportunity here. Fantastic field position. Keep your foot on the gas. Oh, absolutely. First and 10. Here we go. Nate Dismute. Two on the far side, one on the near. Back on the left hip is Zion Brown. Quarterback keep. There's Nate. Dodge one tackler running on the far side of the field, and he's going to get a short gain down to about the 43-yard line. So a gain of two on first down. Not a bad play. Forward progress. When you're already starting in the opponent's territory, any progress is good progress. So, And that's how they started the last uh, drive, too, and we saw what happened there with some lightning. Woo! That was just... Unbelievable. I had to look to see how many receptions Amar Davis has. He needed 14 to break the all-time reception record tonight. He has the receiving yards record last week, but I'll try to see how close he is in a minute. See if we can get a hold of Mr. Davis. 
So, Dismuk out of the shotgun on second down. He's going to run with it again. Quarterback keep. This time, Canfield sniffs it out. Two Cardinal defenders were there to greet him at the 40-yard line for a short gain. Canfield wanted a false start penalty. Well, on that play there, they went back to what they were doing in the first half. They had a guy spying Dismuk, so it's... As soon as Dismuke uh, pulled the ball out of the belly of the running back there, that defender was running up to meet him. 6-18 to play, third quarter. Mansfield Senior 14, Canfield 7. Tigers have the ball, big third down play. Third and five from the Canfield 40-yard line. Dismuke, three receivers on the near side, one on the far side, back on his left hip. Here's the snap under pressure, and he avoids one tackler. Runs, throws at the last second, it's tipped. Amore to the 30, 25, to the 20, to the 15, and inside of the 15, down to about the 13. Craig, that ball was tipped. Amar got the lucky bounce off the fingertips of the defenders, and he was able to miss two tackles and run into the red zone. Absolutely great play by Amar, but give Dismook some credit there. He was under tremendous pressure and kept his eyes downfield. Not the greatest pass in the world, but he was still able to get rid of that ball and just high enough where the defender couldn't get a whole grip on it. It bounced off his fingertips, and here we are down at the 15-yard line. When in doubt, lean on your star, and that's what the Tigers are doing right now. Amar Davis has taken over. First and 10 from the red zone. Horse collar tackle possibly. No call from the officiating crew. Chokey Bradley is beside himself on the sideline, screaming at the officials as uh, the quarterback keep on the near side by Dismuke as he gets a short gain on first and 10, and it's going to mark the ball around the 13-yard line. I'm stunned they didn't call that. I haven't seen a horse collar like that since I was out in Amish country. That was ridiculous. (laughs) Craig Goodwin with his uh, cheap pop of the night. Craig Jackson, sorry. I knew I was going to do that. Uh, That's your uh, alias, right, to hide from the government. Yeah. All right, (laughs) second and eight. For the Tigers, Dismuke back to pass under pl- under pressure, throws into the end zone, oh. and Lala Owens almost made a diving one-handed Odell Beckham-like catch, but just couldn't quite haul it in. A little slow to get up. Hopefully he's okay as he was diving. They did have man coverage, though, on him, so Dismuke took his shot towards Lala, tried to get their Division One star of the football. Yeah, I think Dismuke got a little uh, fixated on Lala, though, because he had a – somebody did a – uh, curl route down on the opposite side of the field, the inside slot guy, and he was wide open around the two-yard line. He could have strolled in for the touchdown. 4.44 to play, third quarter. Mansfield 14-7, trying to get some more points on the board. Third and eight upcoming. Dismuke out of the gun, trips receivers on the far side. He'll keep it, runs near side, tries to turn the corner, gets to about the 10, and that's it. He got popped pretty hard over there. Yeah, big hit on Dismuke. Hopefully he's all right. He's He's still down. Yeah, he's slow getting up. We got him slow getting up, and we got uh, a lineman slow getting up. Uh, Jaden Jones, he's kind of limping there. Dismuke takes his helmet off. He's being helped off the field. So it is fourth down, so hopefully Dismuke will be ready for the next series next time Mansfield has the ball back. So now it's Quinn DeBolt on to attempt the field goal, his first ever attempt. I think this is a big uh, big attempt here. If he gets this with the way this defense is playing, this could be huge. Snap the hold. The kick is up, and it is right downtown. DeBolt nails it, and he is having a fabulous night kicking the football, and he builds the lead to two possessions now, 17-7. to 
as Quentin DeBolt with a strong leg nails a 26-yard field goal with 4-11 to play in the third quarter. Once again, the score, Mansfield Senior 17. And you're, I'm, yeah, Mansfield Senior 17 and Canfield 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Quinton DeBolt's first ever career field goal at Arlen Field and Varsity Football Contest play is nailed. A 26-yarder propelling the Tigers to a 10-point lead, 17-7. Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson. And Craig, I'll tell you what, for a young man that is – in his second game ever as the place kicker, he's really impressed us. Not only place kicking, but punting. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> so here's the kickoff. Fumbled, and one of the Cardinals dives on it around the 16-yard line. And Scotty Eason just having trouble controlling the ball tonight on kickoff returns. He just has to jump on it. Well, I tell you what, this is uh, this kicking, the way Mansfield Sr. is doing this kicking, It's how, like I said earlier, it's how Canfield started the game off, kicking like those uh, – uh, pooch slash squib kicks off to the right side like that. And I think uh, Coach Bradley said anything you could do, we could do better. Because every time they've kicked it, Canfield's mishandled the ball and they haven't been able to, to get any type of return going whatsoever. You know, Nick, you just said during the break that this is a completely different team than what we saw last week. The physicality, the, the discipline they're playing with, they look really good tonight. It's, it's incredible what a week does and a week of practice and playing with a chip on your shoulder does. First and ten, short gain up the middle, off the handoff, and they're going to move the ball up to the 18, so a two-yard gain. Second and an eight upcoming. Absolutely. Uh, now, you, you look at, uh, like uh, uh, you said, a uh, completely different team, and, yes, Canfield isn't what they were last year when they won the state championship, but they're still a really darn good team. And you look at how uh, – the Tigers are playing, and that's just a testament to Coach Bradley and how he's able to make adjustments and then get these kids to buy into what he's what he's coaching them with. He is a two-time Hall of Famer at Mansfield Senior High School, both playing and as a coach for a reason. Here we go, second and eight, and Bendis throws the ball far side. Screen pass, and the Tiger defense tackles him for a loss behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that was a bubble screen made famous by uh, – Mike Leach over at Texas Tech, and the Tigers were not having any part of that whatsoever. You had to do that. You just broke my heart there. I miss Coach Leach so now. much. Anthony Mazella on the reception, loss of four. Third and 11, time to dial up the pressure if you're Coach Bradley here. I would love a sack. Yeah, that's one thing that's been kind of surprising tonight with all the pressure the Tigers have gotten they haven't gotten any sacks I don't believe I will say they might have been a little hesitant earlier because on that lone touchdown for Camfield they did try to blitz him so here we go third and 11 under pressure rolls to the outside throws it downfield incomplete towards the sideline and again Mansfield senior defensively shutting down the defending state champions tonight at Arlen Field 234 to play here in the third quarter Tigers up 17 to 7 they get a stop on defense and now they'll get the ball back well, that was exactly what you called for. You called for a blitz, and I believe that was Bradley right up the gut, completely untouched. 
He almost swallowed uh, the quarterback completely whole there. And they, they were lucky to even get that pass off. And Canfield was a man short on punt, uh, the punt team, so. Adam Christie to punt. And I think that's Dismute back to receive for the Tigers. No, I'm sorry, that's Guy Trader. And that ball sails out of bounds on the far sideline. Not very far. It's going to bounce around the 40. We'll see where they mark it. Regardless, the Tigers once again will have the ball in enemy territory. And they're officially going to spot it at the 41. Okay, real quick. So first and 10, Mansfield upcoming at the Canfield 41-yard line. So we talk about this tough schedule and Coach Bradley being insane in the pregame show. But they <laughs> no win offense, this coach. game. But if they win this game, he looks genius. And let me tell you why. Because you know how many computer points you're going to get. Because if they can get this game, they go 7-3, and 6-4. and four, That's going to propel them to a top three spot. They're going to be home the first round or two. And this is big if they can get this win tonight. Absolutely. And, and, and not only that, I mean – this has got to be a huge boost in morale for the team after what they had last week to what they're doing this week. First and 10, a handoff to Tank Petty up the middle for a one-yard gain down to the 40-yard line. I agree. And, you know, last week was rough. It was week one, as we kept saying, all game for everyone. Yeah. And what a transformation. And if you can steal this one and get this one, I'm not saying next week isn't important or anything, but it's Maslin, so you know it's going to be tough. Maybe it takes a little pressure off and the Tigers aren't backed up to the wall like we thought they might be. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can, uh, you know, I, if you go into that game with two losses, you're already going into a very hostile environment with that much more pressure on your back. You get this win, you can go in, feel a little relaxed. Second and nine off the jet sweep off to Amar Davis. And it looked like he originally tried to turn the corner on the near side of the field, but decided to turn inward right up the middle and he was only able to maybe gain a yard on that one. Yeah, Canfield looked like they were really all over that play and I don't think even if he would have kept going outside he would have got much more than what he got. They were all over it. There's like a picket fence of white jerseys over there. So defensively, Canfield doing a good job on that play. Now it makes it third and seven from the 38-yard line. Nate Dismuke looked back at the coaching staff. One receiver on the far side, two on the near side. Tank Petty has the back on the right hip of Dismuke. Here's the snap, hands it off to Tank. Tank up the middle, has room to run. He's at the 35. He is close to the first down, pushing the pile. Oh, look at that Using power. his muscles and Tank. They call him that for a reason. First and 10, Mansfield Sr. powering his way inside of the 30, down to the 27-yard line. And ladies and gentlemen, the Tigers are once again in business. Yeah, he just kept those legs pumping like the pistons inside of a car engine, and he just pushed that entire pile probably another four or five yards. Battle of the trenches tonight. Mans is slowly starting to creep towards Mansfield's way with that momentum. Offensive line really creating opportunities. Mansfield's starting to run the ball a little more. First and 10 from the 27, hands it off. Tank tries to run downhill, just gets tripped up and dives inside of the 25-yard line down to the 24. So it's a two-yard run, and that might be the final play of the third quarter. They don't have to run one, and they're not going to. Coaching staff holding up four fingers. We're going to go ahead and take a break at the end of the third quarter. Mansfield Senior, 17, Canfield 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers! This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 1st, Labor Day weekend, as the TY Tigers travel to Maslin to battle the TI Tigers. Coverage starting at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger Football. GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, here at Arlen Field to start the fourth quarter. Craig, what an entertaining game it's been so far, my friend. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it, it's been almost a tale of two halves here because the first well, – actually, it's been a tale really of, th- of three quarters because the first quarter it was back and forth and we thought it was going to be, a, you know, a shootout. And then the second quarter it just turned into just like a 15-round heavyweight slugfest. And then here in the uh, third quarter, Mansfield comes out and they start putting the pedal to the metal and uh, they're very close to – to uh, putting the boot on the throat and uh, really clamping down. Well, let's not count our chickens before they hatch, or or eggs, I should say. First and 10, or excuse me, second and eight for the Tigers. Dismuke throws over the middle. It's caught for a short gain down to inside of the 20-yard line. He's not going to get the first down. And I'm sorry, that was Amar Davis on the pass. And who was that to? Bradley, I believe. Dalen McGinty McGinty, for a six-yard gain. Third and two upcoming. Tigers are now in the red zone. So Amar Davis still in at quarterback. So coaching staff deciding to go with their Wildcat quarterback, but he made a pass on that one. Third and two from the 18. Here's the snap. Amar hands it off and running back up the middle, trying to get the first down. Does not get there. No gain. I tell you what, Nick, if you look out there, if he keeps that ball, he's got two blockers out there and only one defender, and he walks into the end zone. 11 minutes to play here in the ball game. Mansfield Senior 17, Canfield 7. Fourth and two from the 19-yard line. Offense staying on the field. Amar is still the quarterback. Tank Petty on his right hip, two receivers on the far side, one on the near. Here's the snap. Amar's going to keep it. Hesitated, and I think the hesitation will not result in a first down. Tigers, I think, turn it over on downs. Yeah, he took that, like, half step, and that was just enough for the defender to come in and, and get him around the waist and pull him down, like you said. He's about half a yard short, it looked like, from getting that first down. That's a tough one because you're right at that precipice where it's on the edge. The Bolt's having a great night kicking. Yeah, you could have sent him out there, but I like the aggressive call by Coach Bradley and company. Didn't work out, but the way their defense is playing, Craig, I think they can bail him out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At this point, I think Coach Bradley's got to have so much confidence in his defense, the way they're playing tonight. I don't blame him for making that call whatsoever. I would have made the exact same call. First and ten for the Cardinals. Two back set, one on each hip. Here's a snap, hands it off to Inglis. He tries to turn the corner on the far side. A very short game, maybe one up to the 19. I think they're going to give him – no, it is at the 19, so one-yard gain. 
So MJ having another good game tackling defensively for the Tigers. And that was one player co-defensive coordinator Coach Fletch told me to watch out for this year. MJ will arrive on the scene for the Tigers. And so far in the first two games, he's really been balling out for TY. Second and nine, 10 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Tigers up 10. Camfield has the football. The defending state champs down. Trying to get back into this one, hands it off. Running back, a little room to run across the 20-yard line. That was Inglis again on the carry. Across the 20, up to about the 22. Sets up third and seven. You know, Nick, I'm kind of wondering. I mean, I know there's still nine and a half minutes left to go in this game. But if you're Canfield, Mansfield's done such a good job at closing down your running game. When do you start to try and open it up? I know they haven't been able to keep uh, Bendis pressure-free all night, but at some point you got to start throwing the ball a little more, I would think. I would agree with you, Craig. Third and seven, big play for the Tiger defense here from the 21-yard line. Here's a snap. Bendis back to pass under pressure. He flushes out towards the far side, pump fakes, throws it over the middle. It's caught. First and ten for the Cardinals across the 30-yard line. Holding. And, oh, wow, that's big if it is holding. Yeah. Mansfield Senior sideline celebrating. That was obvious. Uh, uh, and that's a killer for the Cardinals because that would have moved the chain. So absolutely. You get a reprieve there. That's just big. This is a good break for the Tigers. The defensive end was getting pressure, and he had the uh, offensive line hook him up underneath the armpit and, and, uh, and keep him from uh, getting to the quarterback. So that will make it third and very long. That moves the ball back to the 10-yard line. Miles Bradley showing off his uh, basketball skills in the press box <laughs> greeting us. Nine minutes to play in the ball game. Sorry, Craig. No, I was going to say third, 16, third, and 17, somewhere in that Third and 17 is what we'll call it from the 10-yard line. Bendis with a back on his left hip. Trips on the near side. Here's the snap. And a pre-snap penalty. So hold on. And Mansell Sr.'s clapping. Yeah, Lala Jones was uh, out there like he was in coverage and looked like it was going to be his own defense. Then he slid down at the last minute like he was going to blitz, and that caused the, caused the Canfield to flinch. So five-yard line at this point. You might as well put uh, Canfield into the CVS parking lot. Well, I mean, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if they did the pooch punt again on third down. <laughs> oh, I don't know. If they're sending anyone on a blitz, they could block that punt if they tried it. But empty backfield set, you might be right. He's, he's lining it. up. He's backing up. He could do it. Yep. And he does it again. Third Tight. down. <laughs> and it's a pretty good punt by Bendis, the quarterback, pooches it and gets a friendly roll, 40-50, into Mansfield territory, back around the 46-yard line. So a wise call by Coach Pavelanski and the Cardinals playing the field position game here. But at some point, like you said, they have to be aggressive and they have to get back into this game because time is not on their side. No, absolutely not. Uh, if you're Mansfield senior, yeah, you hate to see a punt get a 15-20 you know, yard roll like that, but when they're kicking it from their own end zone and you're still, even after that roll, still getting the ball at your own 46-yard line, I think, I think you could live with that. And the way they've been able to move the ball a little bit and more importantly, take up time. I think this plays in Mansfield Seniors, uh, uh, plays in their favor. 8.20 to play on the play clock. Mansfield 17 to seven. See if they can run some clock here. As Craig was just talking about. Dismuke back in at quarterback. One receiver on the near side, two on the far. Here's the snap, hands it off to Tank Petty. 
and he is greeted right at the line, maybe a one-yard gain up to the 47-yard line, if that. Yeah, Inglis came in and on a, on a pure run blitz there. He just split the gap and caught uh, Petty in the backfield, and uh, they're uh, lucky that he even got any yards whatsoever because he got hit almost as soon as he got the ball. But you can see it, they're, they're milking the clock here. They're in no hurry to snap the ball. You know who is in a hurry, Mansfield Police Department. Yeah. <laughs> Racing bias here on Trimble Road. Here we go, second and nine. And here's the snap running with the football to midfield into Canfield territory. And Nate Dismuke on the quarterback keep. Down to the 49-yard line of Canfield. Four-yard run for Nate the Great. Third and five upcoming. You know, I've been very impressed with the, the offense, given the fact that you don't have your starting quarterback in there and uh, the game plan. They've not been afraid to throw the ball, even though they haven't had a ton of success through the air, but it's kept Canfield off balance. And even though in the first half it wasn't paying dividends in the run game, it has now in this second half, which is helping them bleed this clock. Nate Dismuke out of the shotgun. Tank Petty on his left hip. Third down. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Tank was caught up at behind the line oh. of scrimmage and dives, and he was close. He will not get the first down. It is fourth down, and down to about the Canfield 46-yard line is where they're going to spot it, about three yards short. Great effort by Tank, though, because like you said, he was somebody knifed through there and caught his feet back behind the line of scrimmage. He kept his balance and powered forward, gained a couple yards, and it looks like uh, – the Tigers are going to keep the offense out there. Well, maybe a hard count. I don't know. At least wind down the play clock, call a timeout. They still have two timeouts. That's a long two, so I don't. I mean, you're up 10. This is a yeah. gamble, but, you know, timeout, hey, yeah. if anyone can make this call and answer, it's Chokey Bradley. With 6.07 to play in the ballgame, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Last report, I had 29-6 Shelby over Lexington in the third quarter. As Shelby might be back. a little bit better than I thought they were going to be. I would agree with you. And Lexington, maybe not as good as we thought originally. Struggling 29-6 in the third quarter was my last report. Fourth and two, and now the Tigers are on to punt the football. Wise move for Coach Bradley when their defense is just playing outstanding. Here we go. The bolt to kick it, and another gem wow. and another beauty inside of the 20. Gets a wow. backwards roll, and the Tigers are there to catch it around the 21-yard line. So first and ten, another long field to go for the defending state champion, Canfield Cardinals. Yeah, another beautiful punt, unfortunately. It just hit that backwards bounce, and he lost five yards of position there. But, man, he's been killing it in the punting game tonight. He hit his first ever field goal as well, too. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Well, and even when he's been doing the kickoffs, the way he's been hitting them squib kicks and stuff, I mean, Canfield has had a heck of a time even just getting a clean grab on those. 
He's just putting like a knuckleball type spin on it or whatever you want to call it. 35 to 6 now, Shelby over Lexington. Wow. That is also on our sister station, fearthevillage.com. Corey Durbin and Derek Lazier, my boy. All right, 5.59 to play here in the fourth quarter. Tigers trying to close this game out, and Canfield calls a timeout. So play for those of you just joining us, here's what's coming up next week on our VSPN Radio Airwaves. This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 1st, Labor Day weekend, as the TY Tigers travel to Maslin to battle the TI Tigers. Coverage starting at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson for the conclusion of tonight's game between Mansfield Senior 0-1 and the 1-0 defending state champion Canfield Cardinals. Yeah, they had to, the Cardinals had to call a timeout there because they uh, frittered away the, the play clock, and it was down to one second. And if you're Canfield, you do not want to have to waste a timeout there because time is, is as good as gold right now, and, and you just blew it. I would agree, and now Canfield off the timeout, first and 10 from their own 21, off of the incredible punt by DeBolt of 25 yards. Here's the quarterback, Keith Bendis, up the middle, and the Tiger defense there to greet him. I'm sorry, that was Inglis on the direct snap. Fooled me on that one. Tell you what, that punt seemed longer than 25 yards, but I guess uh, it just looked pretty. <laughs> it did. And guess who was on the stop? MJ again. More, He's Maurice having a Bradley, Just like his pop. You remember his pop who played for Western Kentucky? Yeah. Mo Senior. 5.30. And counting, here we go. Second and nine off the one-yard gain from Inglis. Here's the snap, back to pass. Bendis over the middle, almost intercepted. Very dangerous. Amar had the opportunity. If he was able to pull that off, Craig, good night. Pick six. Yeah, there was huge pressure off the edge there. I believe that was Darson coming off on the blitz, and Bendis had no choice. I mean, it wasn't a good pass, but he didn't have any choice. He got absolutely flattened by Darson. Uh He's lucky to get that one off because the pressure was coming in so hot and furious. Tigers 17, Cardinals 7, 520 to play in the ball game. On third and nine, Bendis out of the shotgun, trips on the far side. Here's the snap. Here comes the blitz, rolls to the outside, throws, and it's caught on the sideline. It will be a first down just shy of the 34-yard line. So it will be first and 10 for Canfield. Nice play design there. He rolled off to his left. The uh, receiver drug across. Came out, went underneath the uh, zone, made the catch, got the first down. But the Tigers did what they had to do there. I mean, they didn't allow anything big. They had some pressure. Sometimes you're just gonna you're gonna give up some yards. So Jace Jaffer for a 10-yard reception. Here we go, first and ten. Under pressure, Bendis trying to get it, throw it away, and he does into the sidelines. And, extra, and, again, extracurricular activity. One of the Tigers with a personal foul after the play was over with. So unfortunately. The on the quarterback. Fortunately, a very late hit. And uh, Coach Bradley's pulling that young man out right now. As soon as, as, soon as that flag came out, he, he, he had the sub going in for him. That kid's going to get an earful when he gets over to the sideline. Well, and it's an important, crucial part of the game where we're trying to close the game out with five minutes left. So, yeah, I agree. Coach Bradley has every right to be upset. Stupid mistakes is how you lose games. And let's just get out of here with the dub tonight, boys. 
<laughs> can you hear him? I can hear him from up here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that young, poor young man is going to need some comfort tonight. Uh, he's just got to feel bad, but, you know, so, you just uh, learn. You just got to learn. You know, sports betting is legal in Ohio. How much do you think the over and under on how many laps that kid's going to run this week is? That would be something if they did. So a pass on the far sideline on first down. It's complete into Tiger territory down to about the 47-yard line. Paul Ben this. Six-yard completion to Jace Jaffer again. Canfield starting to open yep. it up a little There's bit. There's some tempo now. Second down. Under pressure, Bendis spins. Trying to run away from Carmelo Smith. Throws it out of bounds. Great uh, pressure applied there by Carmelo in the defense. Yeah, absolutely. Like They've been getting pressure almost all night long. It's just been uh, a matter of if the secondary can keep uh, coverage on the, on the receivers, and most of the time they have. 4.37 to play, third and four, a 10-point lead for the Tigers, trying to close out the defending state champions of Canfield, and the Tigers are going to take a timeout. They have one remaining. We'll take a break as well. 4.37 to play in the ball game. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, president, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home this of is Tiger Nick. football on GoTigers.com. This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 1st, Labor Day weekend, as the TY Tigers travel to Maslin to battle the TI Tigers. Coverage starting at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. 4.37 to play here at Arlen Field. Mansfield Sr. trying to get their first win of the season. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, a big third and four for the Canfield offense. Pistol set for Bendis, the quarterback. Two receivers on the near side. Here's the snap, hands it off to Inglis, the running back, and the Tiger defense. Three Tigers there to greet him for a loss. Back to about the 49-yard line, Craig. Yeah, the T.Y. Tiger defense was not having any of it. They tried to do a... A roll out there, and they he went ahead and handed the ball off trying to catch him sleeping, and they shut the door on that fast. Boom. So fourth and six at the 49-yard line of Mansfield Sr. This is a big play for the Tiger defense. Can I they make one more play? Shotgun formation for Bendis. Here's the snap. Back to Prass. Under pressure. He's going to be flushed, roll out. Now he comes back in. Looking for a receiver, throws it downfield, and it's caught. What a catch made, and inside of the 30-yard line, number 14, the senior, Anthony Mazella, on the reception. And how about the patience by Bendis to wait until his wide receiver is able to get open downfield, Craig? Yeah, when you give the uh, your wide receivers that long to work, and Bendis was running for his life, but you give them that long to work, eventually somebody's going to work their way open, and that's exactly what happened. Credit to him for keeping his eyes downfield. 
3.30 and counting in the ballgame. Canfield trying to get back in this one. Tigers trying to hold him off. Bendis almost got sacked. Flushes out towards the near side. Throws into the end zone. Has a man open. And did he catch that? No, no it was great defensive up. play. And that was Jayante O'Brien just batted it and knocked that down and saved the touchdown. Jayante O'Brien with the play of the game so far. That looked like it was a sure score, and O'Brien came from out of nowhere and just flashed in front of the receiver and batted that thing down. What an athletic play. One-handed, off his back foot, turning, torquing his body, able to bat that down. Second and 10 from the Mansfield 27-yard line. Bendis out of the shotgun. Inglis on his left hip, trips on the far side. Here's the snap, back to pass, rolls to the far side. Looking for his man downfield, throws, and it's caught. And boy, that was a tight window, but he made the pass, and it was caught. Jace Jaffer on the reception. And that is close to a first down, and they did get it inside of the 20, down to about the 16, first and 10, Canfield. 3-10 and counting here in the ballgame. Mansfield Sr. trying to hold off the defending state champs. Going oh. quick here, first and 10, we have movement. Penalty markers down. Yeah, the slot receiver jumped before the ball was snapped. <laughs> he had his hands on his helmet, he knew. Yep. So that will stall the momentum for the moment. Honestly, that's a very good thing for Mansfield Senior right now because, like you said, the momentum is definitely in Canfield's uh, favor. They've opened the playbook up. They're going a little uh, up-tempo. Uh, Mansfield looks a little, uh, I don't know if they're out of gas or just a little out of sorts. 2.50 and counting here. First and 15 from the 20-yard line. Bendis out of the shotgun. Here's a snap. Back to pass. Under pressure. Throws. It was tipped. And what an amazing play on the far sideline. Who was that? Jayante? Is that Jayante? It is. Wow. Jayante O'Brien playing the game of his life at corner tonight. Two big defensive plays by O'Brien knocking those balls down. Because that would have been not a first down, but he would have been inside of the 10-yard line. 2.44 to play. Second and 15, and Craig, that makes a long field now on second and 15. Absolutely. Here we go. Inglis, the back on the left hip of Bendis, uh, excuse me, right hip. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Under pressure. Rolls to the right side. Looks. Fires, and it's caught. Jaffer has inside of the five-yard line, and it's going to be first and goal for the Cardinals. But the clock will continue to tick here, so Canfield has to go quick. Yeah, you had Bendis roll out, and unfortunately you had the uh, defensive back roll up. And they only have two timeouts as well, Canfield does, so that's yeah. important with the clock at 2.25 and counting. He had the defensive back roll up to take the quarterback out, which left the wide receiver open. Mansfield Sr., a guy late on the field. First and goal from the four-yard line. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Under pressure. He's going to run with it, and he'll run, and he's close to the goal line, and he gets in. Touchdown, Canfield. 2.04 to play in the ball game, and the Cardinals are not out of it yet. There's a reason why they won the Division III state championship last year. Their resilience to come back into this game. Absolutely. This is uh, good, oh. good coaching and uh, shows you what their medal is when they're making a comeback like this. Paul Pavelanski, the head coach, leaning on his senior quarterback to get them back into the game, and that's what he just did. Now they'll attempt the PAT. The snap, the hold, the kick is up, and it is good. 
2.04 to play in the ball game. Don't go anywhere, folks. We have a phenomenal football game for you. Tell your friends to tune in. Mansfield Senior 17, Canfield 14. We'll come right back. You're listening to GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, president, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 1st, Labor Day weekend, as the TY Tigers travel to Maslin to battle the TI Tigers. Coverage starting at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson back here at Arlen Field. Two minutes to play, and Canfield making a run, Craig. Yeah, unfortunately, you had the defender for Mansfield Sr. Uh, when uh, the quarterback rolled out, he was there to make a play, but he just got kind of juked out of his uh, shoes there, and then uh, the quarterback just ran it in, and credit to him, great power to power that entire Tigers defense into the end zone for that last yard to get that touchdown. Canfield to kick off here. We'll see what they do if they try the onside and they squib it. Did it go 10? Picked up by the Tigers. 40, 30, good night, and good luck. Tigers say we are not losing this game. Touchdown, Tigers. Amar the star, the flash, closes the game for the T.Y. Tigers. Of all the people you're going to kick towards when you're doing an onside kick, that would be the last one in the entire planet I think I'd want to kick to. That ball took one bounce, and he said, nah, it's mine, and he was to the house. We need to have Mark put that video into ESPN for onside kicks gone wrong. Right, bounced right to Amar at midfield, caught it. Good night. You give that boy open space, he is going to score. Amar... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just, again, <sighs> incredible. PAT by by Quinton is up and good. 158 to play in the ballgame. Tigers back to a 10-point lead, Craig, 24-14. to 14. Yeah, once he grabbed a hold of that ball, Canfield was in trouble because their momentum is running towards him, and he's running past them, and there was that alleyway there. The only thing between him and the goal line was the kicker, and that's not even a fair matchup. I might as well have been out there trying to tackle him. So if you're just joining us, folks, we talked about this earlier. Now we can really talk about this. This win would be huge for Mansfield, Craig. Why is that? Oh, it's the computer points. It's the computer points that sets them up for the playoffs. Not only that, as I mentioned before and we talked about before, it's a huge morale boost coming off a game last week where it didn't go as planned and left a bad taste in their mouth. Chokey Bradley said it was a teaching moment and a learning opportunity for this team. And lo and behold, they've come out. They've been a different team. They've played harder. They've played meaner. They've played more discipline. They've known their assignments. And uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing. It's been the Amar Davis Show. If you're just tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, taking over this game, both sides of the football, special teams, defense, and offense tonight. He has... Three touchdowns this evening. Quinton DeBolt has a 26-yard 
field goal as well. 24 to 14, Mansfield Senior currently leading the defending Division III state champion Canfield Cardinals. 158 to play in the ball game. Tigers trying to get out of here with the dub. Yeah, I'm not gonna count my chickens before they hatch again. <laughs> Cause I, I was I was getting a little too confident earlier and uh, Canfield opened the playbook up and marched right down the field and scored, so. A game of big plays. Here's the kickoff, and inside of the 20-yard line, ball will be downed. And again, tough field position for Canfield. And that's got to be a heartbreaker. If you're the Cardinals, a phenomenal drive. They drove right down the field very quickly. They scored. They're like, hey, we're back in it. And then Amar says, no, you're not. Yeah, no, he uh, he did the uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom thing. He just reached <laughs> in there and ripped their heart right out, man. Oh, my. You're getting a little graphic tonight. I thought you were going to go with the, the idol at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. But, wow, that was great. 154 to play. Cardinals going quick. First down. Flag is down. Throws it. Incomplete on the far sideline. Jonte O'Brien knocking that ball down. Is that an illegal formation? And we'll see what the referees call here. 149 to play in the ball game. Mansfield Senior up 24 to 14. Because that that came out as soon as the ball was snapped, but it was all the way the back judge threw it. And Canfield, let's see what the call is. Uh, taunting on the Tigers. Again, personal fouls kill you in wow. a game like this. <sighs> when I talked to Coach Bradley after the game tonight, he's going to tell me that. He said, we still have to become more disciplined, and that is true. That is, they are still growing as a team. I didn't even catch the number, so. They move, that moves the ball up to the 33-yard line. First and 10 Cardinals from their own 33-yard line. Two receivers on the near side, two on the far. Back on the right hip of Bendis. Paul Bendis back to pass. Has time to throw. Now moves to the right side. Now he's under pressure. Avoids one tackle. Blocking the back. goes to the outside. Throws to the sideline. I don't think he got it, though. Are they going to give him that? I think it's incomplete. How did they not throw that flag and on the block in the back? It is wow. incomplete. So second and 10. I agree with you, too. 138 to play in the ballgame. Mansfield Senior up by 10. Canfield has the football. I mean, if I could see that all the way up here, and considering how many times I've missed people's names tonight because I can't see the numbers, then the ref should see it when he's five feet away. Well, hopefully next time we're up here, we're going to have a video screen for you, so that will help you a little bit. Trust me, it is hard when you first start doing football. It is hard to see those jersey numbers. Second and 10. Bendis throws it far side, caught, tries to get out of bounds as the receiver, and that's Jaffer, and he does just across the 40-yard line. Doesn't get the first down, but gets about seven on that game. No, they marked him down in bounds for progress. Giante O'Brien on the stop. 120 and counting, though, so you're right. The clock continues to tick. I thought he got out, but he didn't, I guess. Bendis back to pass, third down and three. Scrambling, moves towards the near side of the field. Being patient, throws and misses the throw incomplete. It was intended for Enzo Coca. Absolutely great coverage there by the Tiger defensive backs. Fourth down, 107 to play here. This could be the ball game. With two timeouts left, I believe it would be if the Tigers get the stop here. Yeah, Bendis was running for his life. They only had, Tigers were only rushing three guys, so those receivers had all day to run around and try and get open, and those defensive backs did not give them any space whatsoever. Stay tuned for final stats in our post-game show along with our player of the game. Here we go. Penalty markers down, fourth down, 
And I don't think he got there, but I don't think it's going to matter because I think it might be a false start. Now, nah, 12 men on the field, Mansfield Sr. Oh, the are guy, you kidding me? The guy couldn't get off in time. There was a late substitution, and there was confusion on who was supposed to come out. <sighs> Unfortunately, another uh, instance of like last week where they keep another drive alive via penalty. Mm. It's a heartbreaker. So now I believe that will make it a first down, and it does. First and ten, now Canfield off the Tiger penalty, as Craig said. That's a killer. First and ten, Bendis out of the shotgun. Two receivers on the far side, two on the near. Here's the snap. Bendis back to pass, throws far sideline, stop and play. I think we have a penalty. Wow. I would think that's on Canfield. We'll see what the officials say now. Here's the referee, I think. <sighs> illegal a, substitution. Illegal substitution on the Tigers, and they're going the wrong way. 57 seconds left in the ball game. Ball now into Tiger territory at the 49-yard line. If you're just joining us, Mansfield Senior 24, Canfield 14. Tigers are trying to hold off the defending state champions of Division Three. Under a minute to play at Arlen Field. Tigers trying to get their first win of the season. So first and five now from the 49-yard line for Paul Bendis. And I think we have to reset the clock. Might be off. So they'll move it back up to 102 off the reset. Yeah, they had more time. If I'm, uh, I might seem counterintuitive, uh, but if I'm Coach Bradley, if they give up a big play here or have another penalty, I think I might call timeout to – to uh, <laughs> uh, get the uh, calm the defense down. You were saying, Craig, if they if Canfield gets a big play here, or the Tigers have another penalty. If I'm Coach Bradley, I might take a timeout to just calm them down. Well, he has none left. Oh, I looked at the scoreboard wrong. My bad. They, Canfield has two. Here we go. First and five. Bendis out of the shotgun. Rolls to the right side. No holding call there. What was up with that? It should have been holding. Bendis still running for his life. Far sideline. He's going to take off and run. 45. Pushed out of bounds on the far sideline. He's close to a first down. I think he's going to mark him just shy one yard at the 45-yard line of Mansfield Sr. Man, where was the hold there? I have no idea. Evidently, there wasn't enough contact, but Coach Bradley didn't like it. Well, the good news is, is that took up a big chunk of time off the clock. We're down to 47 seconds. 47, yep, as you mentioned. Second and one. Bendis, here's the snap. Throws, miscommunication. Inglis had his back turn, throws it away on the sideline. And that's a tough break for the Cardinals, Craig, is if he turns and catches that, that's a first down. Yeah, absolutely. It's first down, and he's got, and he's probably running out of bounds. It's been hard for this Canfield line to hold this Tiger rush. I'm, they're really starting to dial up the heat. Well, the thing is, is right now, that I mean, for the past several minutes, they've only been rushing three guys, and they've been getting pressure with three they're guys. They're still nonstop. getting to them. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what's impressive. So it's third and one from the 45-yard line of Mansfield Senior. Canfield has it. Quarterback run up the middle. First down to Moore. 40. Inside of the 40 to the 38 and brought down around the 38-yard line. 
34 seconds and counting. Canfield's got to get going, though. Clock keeps ticking. Tigers up 10, trying to hold off the defending state champions, and Bendis is just going to throw it, is just going to spike it. Yeah, I mean, I know you want to save your timeouts, but there's 26 seconds left. You just wasted five, maybe six seconds to line up for a spike, and you've got two timeouts left. I I'm not – I mean, there's a reason he's the coach, and I'm up here in the press box calling the plays or uh, commentating on the plays, but I don't know why you didn't use a timeout there. You could save those six seconds and – I don't know. I'm not complaining. No. As a but Tiger fan, we'll take it. <laughs> but then again, they, you know, they've punted on third down twice, so <laughs> – are you sure these guys won state? I know that was horrible to say. Here we go. Second down, under pressure, throws deep, incomplete, overthrew his receiver around the 20-yard line. So Bendis, again, having to avoid only three guys coming at him, but they got to him. Well, well that time the third, the third guy was a, a linebacker on a blitz, so it kind of threw him off a I little. I think that was Lala. Yeah, I, I believe you're right, yeah. That's why Minnesota, Bowling Green, and um, Pitt, all won him. He is so athletic. 20 seconds to play, ladies and gentlemen. Third and 10 from the Mansfield 39-yard line. Here is Canfield with the football. Down 10. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Cardinals have it. Bendis rolls to the right side under pressure. He's running for his Finally. life, and he's going to be sacked all the way back. And guess who it is? Mo Jr. First sack of the night, I believe, and it comes at the biggest time in the game. So Mo the second with a huge sack, 11 seconds. That forces Canfield to call a timeout with 11 seconds to go in the ball game. And boy, oh boy, what what an effort tonight. I mean, this is incredible. This is huge for the playoffs too to seal this win and get these points, Craig. Yeah, well, not only that, uh, as I've stated several times, uh, iron sharpens iron. Uh, this just sharpens it a little faster, a big win like this. And give Canfield credit because it looked like, you know, the door was, was completely shut on them and they kicked it in when they went down and scored that uh, last touchdown. And, you know, suddenly I was starting to eat my words about, the, you know, the game being over. And then uh, Davis gets that onside kick and then he reshuts the door. But give Canfield credit. They haven't given up all night long despite the fact that Mansfield Seniors basically lived on their side of the field, and the defense of Mansfield Seniors lived on the defense or in the offensive backfield of Canfield. This moves the ball. The mo the second sack moves the ball all the way back into Canfield territory to the 49-yard line, making it fourth and 22. And <laughs> look at the Tigers. They're they've got four guys standing at uh, the their own 10-yard line. Are they going to punt now? Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Here's the snap from Bendis. Just going for like a Hail Mary maybe it looks like. Bendis trying to get the launch. And a holding call not called there. There was another hold they got away with. Throws it up into the air. Batted down. Incomplete. And time has expired. And the T.Y. Tigers are celebrating tonight at the corner of fourth and Trimble. Final score of tonight's game. The T.Y. Tigers 24. The Cardinals of Canfield. The defending state champions 14. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have the postgame show. You're listening to TigerFootball. GoTigers.com. 
Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Go Tigers indeed, everyone. Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson, final score tonight's game. The T.Y. Tigers are victorious with a huge win against the defending state champion, Canfield Cardinals, 24-14. Craig, what a football game. I mean... This was so much fun to call. This is probably one of my favorite games, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, this was uh, an outstanding game. Uh, Boy, uh, so many swings in this game, starting from the lightning strike by by each team, you know, knotting it up at seven, then the slugfest where it looked like, okay, this is going to be a defensive game, to the Tigers, you know, kind of dominating that third quarter and uh, looking like they were going to win the game, and then Canfield coming back, making it close, then the – the uh, final nail in the coffin, Amar Davis getting that uh, onside kick, returning it for the for the TD, and uh, that that's it. That is it. Mansell Senior improves to one and one, and the Canfield Cardinals fall to one and one. They have the long trip back up to Northeast Ohio this evening. Here are the final stats brought to you by Mr. Ben May and the Wizard himself, John Davis. All right, so scoring plays with 8:34 to play in the first quarter. It was a pass from Paul Bendis, the screen pass, as you mentioned, uh, to Berardino for a 49-yard touchdown. Made it 7-0, Canfield, 8.34 to play first quarter. Tigers scored immediately. Amar Davis with a 45-yard touchdown reception. Made it 7-7 with 7.41 to play in the first quarter. Amar Davis then with... And then we didn't have any points. It was 7-7 to at halftime, Craig. Mm, yeah. And then in the third quarter, finally, Amar Davis got on the board again for the Tigers, and they got into the lead for good. 59-yard touchdown reception from Nate Dismuke. And I will have to stop and say real quick, if you're just joining us, Duke Reese did not play tonight due to injury. 
for the, under the circumstances, I thought Nate Dismick played a great football game. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, I, I'm very impressed with the, uh, the way the – uh, the Tigers called the offense. They didn't just say, okay, we got the backup in. We're just going to run heavy. They did keep uh, uh, pretty uh, balanced. Yeah, balanced uh, uh, play calling. And uh, get, give that kid uh, Dismuke credit, man. G- getting thrown into the fire versus the defending Division Three state champs. Uh, home opener, so you got the nerves there. First time playing uh, quarterback, I believe you said, since middle school. Uh, man, oh, man, he he really stepped up big tonight. Uh, and uh, showed some uh, true character and leadership by taking over this team and leading them to victory. He did indeed, and that made it 14-7 to with 8.45 to play third quarter. As I mentioned, that was for good. And then DeBolt with a 26-yard field goal, 4.11 to play in the third quarter, 17-7 to Mansfield Sr., two-possession lead, and that was uh, Quentin DeBolt. He had a phenomenal game kicking as well, punting, uh, place-kicking, and his first ever career field goal, 26 yards. And that's comforting to know when we get into OCC play that we have the toe of Quentin DeBolt, and he seems to be a fantastic kicker. Not trying to get ahead of myself, but it's good to have a good kicker when you're contending for an OCC championship. Oh, absolutely. I was very impressed with him. You know, last week the the, the punting especially was, like I said, it was feast or famine. It was like it was a good punt or it was like a 13-yard punt. It was a good punt, then it was like a 16-yard punt. You definitely need more consistency, and, and boy, did, did the bolt deliver that tonight. Every punt was high. Every punt looked good. I mean, how many did he get down in the 20? Almost all of them. I mean, it was very phenomenal game uh, from him. Uh, very impressed. I would agree with you. And then Bendis made it a three-point game, 204 to play in the ball game, a four-yard touchdown run. And we started to sweat a little bit because uh, Canfield had a fantastic drive where they drove 60 yards right down the field in about a minute and almost 90 seconds. And then here they come, 17-14. We were starting to sweat a little bit, 204 to play in the ball game. Amar, the star, Davis, 49 yards, kickoff return for a touchdown. But it's not what you would expect. It was a onside kick gone wrong, Craig. He picks the ball up at midfield off the bad onside kick right into his arms, took off, he was gone. Yeah, I said it when it happened. Of all the people you're going to kick towards doing an onside kick, he would have been the last one. I don't know if uh, that was the play that was called or if that was uh, uh, a missed kick by the kicker, but it was one bounce right into his arms. He didn't even have to move. It hit him right in his arms, and he was gone because the way the teams were going, the only – thing between Amar and the end zone was the kicker, and that's just not a fair matchup. Well, and that propelled the Tigers into the lead, or excuse me, into a two-possession lead, 24-14. to 14. Here are more of the final numbers. That was our final score, 54-43. to 43. Canfield ran more plays than the Tigers. 12-7 to 7 Canfield in first downs. Running the football tonight, 27 rushes, 140, or I'm sorry, 27 rushes, 46 yards on the ground. Tigers doing a good job defensively holding the Cardinals to 46 yards. Tigers running the football 31 of 53, but it was the chunk plays tonight uh, that got them the win. 9 to 27 completion rate for the quarterback Paul Bendis, 131 yards, one touchdown. 
Nate Dismuke threw it 6 of 11, 169 yards, two touchdowns, one interception off a tip, and Amar Davis attempted one pass and completed it for six yards. Receiving tonight, Amar Davis had five catches for 158 yards and two touchdowns. Amar now, if my math is correct, I believe Amar is nine catches away from breaking Mm -hmm. the reception record for the T.Y. Tigers in the future, so it could come very soon. Yeah. So he just continues to impress us and take over the game. And then um, turnovers, only one for the Tigers, zero for Canfield. Penalties tied. That's something the Tigers still have to clean up. Personal fouls, and I did hurt them at times. Nine for 74 yards and penalties. Eight for 59 for Canfield, leading to our final score, 24-14. to 14. Tigers over the Cardinals. Craig, final thoughts on tonight's game? Well, I think the the good thing is, is you got a, a good quality win versus a good quality opponent. Um, but if you're Coach Bradley, yes, you got the win. That's all great. But you have so much film you could go all week and, and, and ride your team on. You've got the penalties. You got the fact that they still, they ran the ball better than last week. But, you know, 31 attempts for 53 yards is nothing to write home about. That's not even two yards per attempt. You know, that is something, despite all the athletes they have on the outside and despite the the quarterback play, even with the backup quarterback, at some point, you know, towards the end of the season, as the weather starts to turn, you know, you're going to need to run the football. Um, defensively, it, it's a 180 from what we saw last week, Nick. I agree. I mean, I, I couldn't I, – I, I'm a little shocked at how big of a difference that is. <laughs> Coach Bradley definitely made some adjustments. He got these kids to follow his lead. And uh, from a, a scheme perspective, they were sound. Uh other than the one big pass play, they were sound in their assignments. They were disciplined, constant pressure all night long. Uh, and I also think that it, it, when they're going over the film and stuff, he's going to be like, look, guys, you were all night in their territory, and you didn't score enough points. You know, the, we, we both said at halftime they should have had at least two more touchdowns. I say by the end of this game they should have had another two more because they spent the whole night over – on Canfield's side of the field. So now the Tigers, and you took the words right out of my mouth. Well done, well said. Um, The Tigers now have a lot of computer points moving forward. Let's just hope that Canfield continues to win. That's how it works in high school football. The team you beat, you want them to win out the rest of the season. So we'll see what happens uh, for the Canfield Cardinals. And, you know, that's a tough loss for them. But, you know, when you lose 18 seniors, it's – it's going to be hard on you the next season as well. So, But the 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 cupboard is not bare. They had some big playmakers. The kid from Iowa State, though, he was held in check all night. Yeah. Yeah, again, a testament to that t- Tiger defense and what co- uh, Coach Bradley was able to do all week, uh, getting them ready. Uh, phenomenal defensive effort, honestly. Um, I'm, just, I'm just very excited for next week, man, going up to a, a legendary stadium to – a team you sent me a text earlier this week. I think they're number three in the nation for most wins all time in the Maslin Tigers uh, in, in, the entire, uh, in the entire nation. They're like number three with such a legendary stadium going against an incredibly tough opponent. And plus, I mean, it, it's going to be kind of fun to see us keep our Tigers right <laughs> as we're calling the game. Yeah, next <laughs> week it's going to be a tough one. It doesn't get any easier as we head up to Maslin 
take on the TI Tigers, as you just mentioned. And uh, I'll, I'll take us home now. Let's uh, get out of here. Congratulations to our BP Electric player of the game, Amar Davis, with three touchdowns tonight, just taking over this game. And uh, the exclamation point with that touchdown off the kickoff. The onside kick gone wrong, as I call it, tonight. And uh, we really need to send that video to ESPN. That was something to see. That was incredible. All right, so here's some finals, some scores before we let you go here. 50-14, to 14, Shelby over Lexington in the fourth quarter. Fredericktown is up on Northridge, 19-10. to 10. Uh, Here's a shootout in Millersburg. West Holmes is uh, currently in a battle, 35-31 nights over the Red Riders of Orville. Wow. So Orville trying to get the upset there, but West Holmes proving why they the, won the league the last two or three years, three years in a row. They're a tough football team. Willard defeated Plymouth 37-16. Colonel Crawford all over Cardinal Stritch 56-13. And then Mount Vernon falls to 1-1 on the season as they lose to Newark 35-28. And Worcester took it on the chin tonight 45-13 to Wadsworth. For more scores and final standings, go to vspnradio.com. Thank you to our BP Electric scoreboard, and thank you to everyone here at Mansfield, as always, for a fantastic night of evening. Thanks to John Davis and Ben May for stats. Our buddy Mark Morge, who we're looking forward to working with in the future, and all the wonderful people here at Mansfield Senior High School. And for Craig Jackson, I'm Nick Michaels. Until next week from uh, Paul Brown Stadium, final score of tonight's game, Mansfield Senior defeating the defending Division Three state champions 24 24- to 14. I'm Nick Michaels. Good night from Arlen Field.